Geek Shock. Geek Shock. This motherfucker Typhus has six wounds. That's bullshit. God damn Fuck it. you, Todd. What? Six wounds. Oh, man. What a... Wow. You gotta have a good commander. Is six wounds like what its power is? or it's it's like, how, how many How many hits it can... Like, how many mortal hits it can take? So, if when you pass through its armor, you do wounds to kill the model. He's got six of them, which is... Because hit points is too complicated to write? <laughs> <laughs> they just have to have their own thing. There's yeah. armor saves... Yeah. Glancing saves, cover saves, all this shit. Yeah. It's a war game. Come yeah. on. Okay. War game? War game. Andy was Joshua? raised that, was raised by hippie pacifists. He right. doesn't you say war game. He oh, doesn't Oh yeah, Warhammer forty yeah. K too murdery for you. <laughs> <laughs> we played Macala in four. I believe Square. the tagline is in the grim dark future there is only war. <laughs> mm. That is correct. Welcome, folks, to Geek Shock number 430. I am Master Torgo. 80s Jeff. Commander K. Back check, Dandy. Ooh, sorry, I popped on that one. <laughs> yeah, Fourth Commander a Matt. <laughs> See, that's what you need to do during the test. Oh, uh, yeah. No, I, I, know. Was, that was a little louder than I should have been. I got excited. I could feel my eardrums buzz. Yeah, mine too. <laughs> mine are fine. <laughs> no headset over here. Yeah. Yeah, we're talking week in geek. It explains that you don't understand when you're scratching your microphone like a lunatic. Am I right now? No, you're not. Oh, okay. oh, you not that. yet. When he gets we'll that, wait. When he gets that Through. deep, sexy. Gentlemen, what geeky things you do this week? I listened to a podcast. You did? What did yeah. you do something like that for? Uh, well, I, I'm doing my job, ah. and um, I'm discovering very quickly, I don't know, maybe I have ADD or something, because we were just like listening to this from Bill Burr and Joe Rogan, and I'm like, maybe there's something to it. I... I can't just sit here online because this is a work at home online thing, and I gotta have something happening in the background, or I, I actually it just becomes terrible. You get squirrely. So I get it. <clears throat> so, I, get um, like, I you know Nazi I, slander. That's fine. Approved. Exactly <laughs> right. I'm just sort of like yeah, good. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that's good. And they're coming back. You know, the NSA visits me. Tar, baby. What's wrong with that? Yeah, really. Yeah. So, <clears throat> Are you allowed Yikes. to say what you do? The NDA uh, I didn't go says I can describe it as social media evaluator. Aha. Um, I'm not sure if I can. You know what? I'll have to review the NDA because I, uh, I don't even know if I can talk about our specific client. But what... What I do is I log on to this client's social media. We have a special queue that we go into, and then we get fed posts, and it's content categorization. We're actually um, talking. Uh, we actually have a set of objective criteria that we run through on these posts to see if it's if it's uh, something bad. If you know there were you know if somebody's saying this person should be heard or these uh, these people are doing an awful thing and it I mean it's it's obviously part of the new uh, although it's funny because this job is actually old this was recommended to me by a friend who did it like three or four years ago but it's obviously looking at fake news and you know trying fake to news. <clears throat> you are yeah. fake news. Occasionally, ask me yeah. to you know clarify in a racial slur. It's fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, it's so fucking hilarious. There's there's this thing that it it'll highlight mm -hmm. uh, any kind of racial slur. 
but it doesn't take into account the or actually it doesn't care maybe we're supposed to be looking for coding or something words inside words oh so there was one time somebody was talking about buying spice at this place called junipers no no and the slur for latinos and an older slur for japanese people it was just highlighting a section of the word spice. Stupid Junes. And a sex a section of the word juniper all over the place. Got it. The and, spice must flow. But it's, you know, and that's the kind of thing you look at and you're like, nope, this is, this is fine. This is not what you think it is. Um, the biggest is apparently ABO. <laughs> that's right. Is a big slur in Australia. Right. Probably for Aborigines. Definitely. So the word about boom, boom, Aha. is constantly getting hit, highlighted. I played, I played Timey Kangaroo down for him, so here, here, Abel in context. Yeah. Uh, okay, <laughs> he said the word. I was avoiding it, but Andy's a journalist. Sorry, Mandy. So the um, spice must flow. Um, well, you probably wouldn't have that problem if you were editing Canadian posts because it'd be a boot. A boot. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just like that, everybody. <laughs> 80s Jeff, you'll be here all night. <laughs> <laughs> so, Come on, I had to give you at least one tonight there, Matt. So, I'm yeah. not, not going to give you that one. <laughs> it's, um, it's, it's interesting. It's, um, it's a contract job, so it could end at any moment. It pays monthly, so I've been working for six weeks now, and I still wow. haven't seen a paycheck. But when the pay does come in, it'll take care of virtually everything for the month, so it's just sort of like... Oh, you know, wow. so it's, it's, it's got a number of different balances and things, but, but yeah, it's, it's something. It does seem like work best done with something to listen yeah. to. Yeah. Well, you can't, you know, it's like, I can't be too distracted. Right. Because right. we have, they, they time us. So it's like, I can't take too, you know, if I waste too much time. So no audio books, but podcasts are going to work great. Exactly right. Or YouTube. I'll just, I'll just slap up YouTube and let that run. But I have to focus on what I'm doing. It so was really funny because when I first started, I was going too fast. Because they're like... You're, too efficient, Kirsten. Too efficient. Yeah. It, well, it was... They want quality over quantity. They specifically state that. So it's like, you're going... 250 comments an hour and we want a range of about 30 to 70. Oh, geez. (laughs) Okay, I'll slow down. So I actually set a timer for a minute and I hit it and then I'll do my evaluation and if I'm done, I just hover over submit and wait for the timer to go and if I have to evaluate it, sometimes it takes me more than a minute. Because sometimes I'm, I'm, we're supposed to. It's the 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 threat, the the whatever's being said, the insult. It 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 should not be implied. It should be right there in the comment. But there are times when I'm like, is this a? I don't. Uh, this is really weird. Okay. Hmm. So and it's really funny. One of them. Our, our buddy Wilt Vernon showed up because <laughs> um, his uh, and it was not anything he said or did. It was a comment reflecting his uh, Duel of the Fates video that okay. he did. You know, the corn on the cob. And yeah. he, uh, our buddy Vernon, as a joke, subtitled 
the uh, duel of the fates from Star Wars: Phantom Menace. Right. Corn on the cob, right. yeah. cola, and apparently, it uh, Machinima picked it up a couple months ago, and it went viral. It's now, and it's unfortunate because Vernon had a YouTube spat. <laughs> Like a year or two ago, so he pulled all his stuff off. So ah. somebody who ripped it, it got picked up. <laughs> so oh, Vernon's wow. like, "Oh, good, my videos got millions of hits, and it's not even on my channel that it's getting these hits from." So mm. it was, um, but that actually popped up in in one of my cues. It's it's actually interesting. What was wrong with it? Nothing. They, they, I don't know what the they haven't told us the criterion for selection. I don't know if it's random or arbitrary, and it may very well be because the vast majority of my comments are none of the above, which means it's just a comment, or I can't evaluate because of language. Oh. Uh, I get lots of comments with uh, Hindi characters. Oh, Hindi. And lots of uh, anglicized uh, Tagalog from the Philippines. And so those things I'm just like, cannot evaluate language and, you know, you send it on. No wonder you're going to 200. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's literally like that. The vast majority within, within, within seven seconds, you know, this, isn't, this is nothing. This is nothing to worry about. Um, but, you know, you got to take it easy and relax. It sounds so. like an interesting job, but is it? it, it it's interesting. But it does, it can get a little depressing. I'll bet it can. You know, because that, cause you're, cause you're, what you're thinking is, is I'm, what I'm looking for. You're rolling through a comment section, basically. Is actually exactly what I'm looking for. And so that, there is some dispiriting stuff out there. Although I do, I do have a handle now on a bunch of right-wing uh, websites that are obvious, obvious slander trash sites. Mm. So... Because a lot of links to those that I'm like, oh, yeah, those are the places they're linking to. Mm. So it's interesting. Interesting is right. Yeah. Wow. It's interesting. But, you know, hey, it's it's paying the bills right now. Until until they hear this podcast, and obviously, <laughs> apparently, I said something I shouldn't have, and then I'm fucked. Well, eventually, it's but, paying the bills. Yeah. Yeah, eventually. <laughs> yeah. So it's, but, you know, and that, and I'm still doing my Turo work. Oh, it's so funny. I did that today, and I had one poor student, this poor girl. These were the physician's assistants. Now, just a reminder to everybody, Turo is. Turo is a medical university. I'm a standardized acting patient. I'm an actor. I play a patient, and we go in for, like, uh, the students' humanistic evaluations because there's a national board where students go to be tested you know, before they before they get their medical licenses, and so uh, we're part of the humanistic evaluation. You're kind of a professional hypochondriac now. That I think of it. It's it's almost yeah. like that, right? Yeah. It's funny because a lot of people refer to a joke about uh, Kramer in a Seinfeld episode, which is not what exactly I do, but it's you know along those lines. But this girl sat down. She was very good, very good, very professional. Starts off. And the, the PAs, the physician assistants, have a 25-minute uh, length encounter where they get to do their evaluation, their, what we call the H&P, the history and physical of the patient. And she's, and it's, I'm only stating this because it's relevant to my comment. She's wearing kind of a, a low-cut shirt, 
Um, and the reason I state that is... Go on. Wait, wait. No, no, no. <laughs> you guys are getting too excited over nothing. For the ahead. listeners, no. Kay just rubbed his chest very erotically. <laughs> <laughs> so this flush starts creeping up her collarbone and her neck, and it's a red flush. And I, I, I think it's just a nervous reaction as she's doing this. And it just, for the full... She, did, she took 20 minutes to do the encounter, and the poor girl... For the entire encounter, it just slowly got worse. And we're, and she came in looking fine. But by the end of the encounter, it looked like she'd been hit with a bucket of poison ivy. Oh, wow. Because her chest was crimson red and splotchy. She It was shining through pieces of her makeup on her face. It was just like, I was like, I, 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 was, I, I was wondering, is there something in the room? Is is she being affected by something? It was. Am it was, I turning red? I, yeah, it was. I, you know, I start feeling an itch, and, and it's ironic too. It's a switcheroo. You were being evaluated. Exactly right. So it was. It, it was being medically tested. But she was fine. She did a great job. I actually wrote that up in my evaluation, and then I went to the uh, to the proctors because we're re- video recorded from the exam rooms. These are, they're like a dozen exam rooms that are each individually recorded. So I went to the control room and I'm like, okay, I'm not going to write this down. But for this, this student, you just be aware. And I talked about that because it actually was so bad. It was, it eventually got visually distracting. And you did actually wonder if something was wrong with her. And so it was like I was letting them know, you know, you want to talk to her or something, find it, or just watch the video. What kind of uh, makeup do they use for that stuff? I mean, is it latex based? There, there's no no that, no that makeup for personal, nothing. Her personal makeup is what I'm oh, talking okay. about. This is this is her. This is her. I'm a I'm a college student girl makeup. Okay. Because the they have to do everything by the numbers. So literally, it's like women, ladies. Wear the makeup you would wear going to work in the office. Okay, and it was and but it was it was poking right through her foundation, dude. Because at first it sounded like a latex reaction, right? Exactly. So that's no. why I'm like, no, hmm. I didn't. No, we didn't have any effect stuff or anything like that. But boy, oh boy, did she? It was you know, and I think it was just a nervous thing. But man, oh man, a Shevitz. I maybe have she suddenly never. And you know, as a performer, you'll see that in some people. Mm-hmm. They'll 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 get a little. You know, they get their little self conscious or their nervousness. Well, I was gonna say I have known people that when they get nervous, break out in hives, and that would be my second well, guess I, based I, on what you've said. I've actually worked with actresses. It was really funny. This was I was flashing back to my college days because there were two girls I worked with where I used to tease them because when you would start a scene, it would just start creeping up the neck really and just going up and yeah it just the, and it's you know splotchy i don't think i've ever seen that now i really want to yeah <laughs> but you just yeah. you just you know it's it's like a nervous reaction to something maybe she was, suddenly realized she was in the presence of castran that's right there you go castran <laughs> she's like oh my god this is the andorian yeah no it's it's really funny you've you never seen that video huh there's there's sure videos have, there's videos mean. of women just creaming over Castran, Castran. There, there was one baby. There was a couple. <laughs> we we talked we've talked about this before. It's funny when I like used to be a walk around Borg, and Star Trek. I'd get more than once. It was like, can can we take a picture and and make like you're spanking me, you know? <laughs> you're like, okay. Right. And then it's like Michael Hartnett who did our chief 
uh, character Borg, three of six, he has stories of women pulling him aside. You're so hot. If you go into the bathroom, I will follow you and give you a blowjob. <laughs> and it's like, he gets the blowjob offers. And I'm like, can you spank me? And let's take a picture. Well, several of you guys got groped, too, on the floor, right? Oh, yeah. I had, uh, as Castran, as Andy's mm-hmm. pointing out, I've had my, in the black pleather, I've yes. had my ass slapped. Yes. So, and man, that stuff hey, is loud. Andy. That stuff is, yeah. Turn around with Andy? Yeah, really. Like, hey. You beat me down as a big guy, small guy? <laughs> so, yeah, I, I was going to say, I thought I remembered, like, stories of people, like, full-on mm-hmm. grabbing yeah, guys, while the you're pleather on the was for the interesting berries. for me because, <laughs> yeah. like the Klingon guys, they had like a spandex type thing, and right? Who knows how you know? And they got groped. So, so what geeky things you do this week, guys? <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, I listened to a podcast. Oh, okay. oh yeah, that's where, that's that's where, where this began. started. And uh, <laughs> say, I, that's I, right. I took some notes. Half an hour later. Yeah. So anyway, this podcast that I listened to. It's, this, it's our podcast. Isn't it's it? this neat little thing called Geek Shock. Oh, boy. Oh, great. Oh, geez. All right. So, oh, great. So for, first of all. No, there, don't even look at me. We should point was, out this is the first episode oh, he's missed in years. He's, he's it sat, is. He I sat actually, in your seat, too. I actually, yeah, I saw that picture. I still got to take hours tonight. <laughs> I'm almost I'm almost considering boycotting. <laughs> um, what did I do? If by it, the way. If it makes you feel better, they didn't like our version of your picture. <laughs> No, they didn't. Yeah, as a side note for boycotts, oh, you know when you, I, th- I think we've mentioned this before, like the right wingers are going to boycott Black Panther. Mm-hmm. It's like boycotts are effective when the 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 audience is like a sizable part of your economic base. Right. Yes. If 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 you're like a tiny teeny part of it. You're really just going to highlight your insignificance when you do your boycott. That's just an important safety tip. Yeah, because because the geeks went out in droves. And oh it, my god! And it was regardless it, breaking of fucking records and just kicking ass. God bless them. Most boycotts are more of a personal statement than an I actual. Know. Uh, I know, but you know, you do like like the Alabama boy uh, bus boycotts. Uh, black people were a huge part. Yep. Of the customer base for the buses, so when they did their boycott, it was a real kick in the shins, and it made it it made an actual point, right? You know, as opposed to you know boycotting a movie you were not going to go see anyway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A couple of hung, <laughs> yeah, you're not going to get my couple of hundred money. angry white kids. It's like me but, uh, boycotting a gun store. It's, yeah, it's, right. Yeah. Or, you know, so what? Todd boycotting this the Super Bowl. Right. right. Sports, it's, sports, 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 sports. Right, nice we'll Ed Wynn. Oh, you're so self-conscious. I know. You look get, this way. We'll get to you. Okay. No. All right. No, uh, nice Ed Wynn. It was kind of Wynn-ish. I liked it. No, it wasn't I Ed Wynn. It. it was a spot on Trump, and you know it. Uh, okay. Bullshit. Oh, yeah. You're, you're, <laughs> you're on, baby. You're on. The There's movie something. that was done by a bunch of Trek people was called Sin. S-I-N. Yes, yes. That's right. Special Intelligence, Intelligence Network. Network. I I now it. I remember it. Yeah. I knew it. you'd yes. have the yeah. answer. And it was really funny because... I mean, uh, Ed lined up. He had some connections. He, he did. He did some filming at the whatever prison is out there uh, yeah. in, in the sand pit. I forget what it's Indian called. Indian Springs sand, or... Uh, in, Indian Springs, I think. That's it, sure. Andy. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they filmed all over the place. So um, And it was 
uh, the S I N. The S I N. That's the. I just remember there was a lot of money that went into that thing. Yeah, and, he spent. He spent. And the while. end product was. I'm. I. I. I let's make just no say further it was, it was precious. <laughs> it was precious. <laughs> at Ka. At Ka. The Sandcliff deck, which is the ro- rotating stage, uh-huh. hit the tatami deck. The tatami deck is that deck that rolls forward into. Oh. It's the one that hangs over the void. It looks like it's just hanging there. And oh, dude, it was right at the fucking end, because because th- this that that was a that was a canceled show. They refunded, and it was right at the end. It's the whole big extravaganza. The Sandcliff deck is going down because it goes down. They load on the fireworks and it comes back up, right? And it's going down, and it just the tatami extends and the fail safes, whatever. Something didn't happen, and it just caught the end of it. It wasn't a big dramatic one. It was actually hilarious. I, I got a hold of one of my former coworkers who worked there, and I'm like, what the hell happened? And he's like, oh, I'll send you a picture. And oh. he sends me a pic. No, he sends me a picture of a piece of paper with one corner folded up. Ah. And he's like, that's what happened. <laughs> so it just, it, just, it just caught the edge and, you know. Except the paper in this case is a giant piece of steel. It's, it's a monstrous piece of steel, several tons worth. Probably I, several hundred thousand dollars, too. Yeah, oh, dude. There's, you, they'll make up the days because uh-huh. actually there was 12, I think it was 12 performance days or 12 performances. I think it was 12 performances that they were shut down. Uh-huh. And they actually have the uh, when they reconfigured our schedule, they actually figured in a number of single show days. So basically, they're just bumping the single show days into double days. So they're actually going to pick up all the performances they missed. Oh wow! Now mm. are they going to keep on to that schedule? Well, the, thi- the no, they'll okay. do that this one year. They'll fill oh, okay. out the rest of the year, and because uh, there's a contract for X number of shows, yes. and they have to fulfill it, but. It's interesting because those one show days are generally slow days. Oh wow! You know, wow. it's it's stuff like during the uh, the EDC. So expect some specials, is what you're saying. You know, uh, yeah, exactly. It's it's entirely possible. Um, I did see some pictures some guys took because they've taken apart the stage, and it's like you see the guts of the stage as they they put down the new steel and everything. So it's really quite it's it's something, but. God bless. No one was hurt. It yeah. wasn't like the tragedy of a couple of years ago. Because when I first heard that, I was like, <gasps> and then yeah. it was like, how the fuck? Because I heard about, I know cop people, and I heard about it days later. It was, it was like this ridiculously minor news item, and it was right at the end. It happens wow. right at the end. Up, oh, oh we're, we're the show is stopping, folks. Please go outside to get your refund. Oh yeah, I had a bunch of angry folks come back and come at me oh for, i'm uh, sure you i <laughs> thought about you <laughs> gave us free tickets to a show we couldn't oh, even uh, watch yeah, yeah it's my fault that yeah, it's, it's closed go, yeah. down but yeah okay. yeah <laughs> oh predates ka that oh. is correct okay so um the trek interloper i like that we're getting a full fact checking that's right, right. that's right the trek interloper. ah yes <laughs> um i was i was there that day that happened i wasn't working um as in uh, starfleet so I'm going to say, Jeff, I, I challenge you. I don't think it was to their credit that they rolled with this guy because <laughs> you have no idea what was going to happen. And I personally felt he should not have gotten out of the transporter room. Oh, okay. I actually made that argument. And this was back when I was uh, a, a You were a lead. A lead. Well, so, I only heard about it secondhand. Yeah, so, and yeah. I, 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 I argued that that needed to stop 
right there. And they actually got all the way to the bridge. Fortunately, yeah. he didn't get on the turbo. Yeah, because that's actual is, machines. Yeah, the f turbo is the first thing you operate. And there's no telling if this guy, because he would have tried to do everything. And it was really funny because afterwards they pulled him back and they're like, you, you, uh, you're, that was a bad thing. You really should not have. How was I? <laughs> oh, wow. No, 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 no. It, no that's, it doesn't that's matter. The wrong, that's you, the wrong response. You <laughs> said the lines, but you really should not have. Yeah, but. But but did I say that right? Did, did I pass my audition? Yeah, I mean, he did. He just basically asked they, about they his performance. They trespass him at that point, right? They, um, they call the nah. They they metro. Actually, they actually he he got off. They they didn't do really bad to him. Yeah, I am actually surprised by that this, because it's having they, worked in this town for for eighteen years now. It should have happened. You yeah. want metro there? Tasers out. Batons no, 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 no. wielding. No, 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 no. no, no. He, he should have actually. Our, Typically, what happens is your security turns them over to Metro. Metro writes them up with a trespass, says that they're no longer allowed on this property ever. Yeah. Oh, he got that. That's and what it says in the video. He's just walking out. He's like, I can't ever come back. Yeah, he. Yeah. Well, yeah, he was asked to never come back, but, but I mean, yeah, he, but, but that's not that's a non-binding so legal. I thing. was actually a they're lot not, of, not a lot of people. Binding, a lot of people there reacted like you guys. Um, actually, I've known about this video for decades because it's been like secretly out there. For a long time. In fact, he even communicated to a few Trek people he knew. Hey, here's the video of the thing I did a few months ago. And I know certain Trek people were like, "Oh, this is so cool." And I'm like, I, I, <laughs> I don't have fucking words because guys, we're lucky. Yeah. Do you realize that if one person, one single guest, had so much as tripped before he was taken, you know, before he was taken out of control? There was a huge liability issue. Oh yeah. I mean, this this there and people are not were not thinking. And unfortunately, it's a testament to how scattered our management was, because the 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 security officer walks into the Brit uh, into the transporter room, and this guy is doing her show. And she went ahead and thought, okay, I obviously did not get told this was happening. And that's why she rolled with it. Because they just were like, oh, obviously something's going on that management neglected to tell us. Which unfortunately... Could have happened. Happened, yes. happened all the time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So the, 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 there, were, there were some things there that happened that I was sort of... A lot of people were amused by the story. And I was like... Well, since nobody I, got hurt, I can understand yeah. the amusement. But you're right. It could have gone I was, really yeah. bad. So... So, so that was you could have like mocked it. That that was right? a, you know, <laughs> we don't know this guy's intention. <laughs> yeah, it, you never know, especially nowadays. I mean, sure, you know, twenty years ago, ha ha ha. But nowadays, with like the shootings and stuff, you right. don't know what. It's even frightening to think about that a guy with an overcoat and the full costume on that whole thing. The the room flies in the dark, and he threw off his overcoat and then stood. Not right. to mention his buddy had a duffel bag with a camera hidden in yeah, it. That exactly. What was in the duffel the whole bag. thing. So, my you, generic you, thriller. You still I, have notes. I love yeah, it. Yeah, I love that. My got a lot of notes. We need to do that, guys. Generic productions. And we need to make my generic thriller, my generic science fiction movie, my generic fantasy. That is a great idea. all the idea. costumes be black It was and white? already done. It was called Fear. Ah. Oh. Then we do the science fiction <laughs> oh, okay. aspect. Then we do that. Uh, it's a great idea. TM. Definitely TM. Devil Dinosaur. Yeah. Did I hear you right? It came out in 2001? It came out in the 2001 comic book. 
All right. It actually, 2001: A Space Odyssey actually, had a comic book for. I know. I know. He yeah. did. He did the adaption for. Yeah. It. Kirby did. And but, once they ran out of the adaption, they started going on for their own stuff. Actually, his Devil Dinosaur's first appearance, dude, is in Devil Dinosaur number one. Yep. Dum, dum, dum. Oh, yeah. I'm looking this up while you continue oh, on. Yes. You, you can go to the same Wikipedia I went check to. Fact check a fact check right now. <laughs> um, and one of my favorite, when he did the Les Nessman comment, one of my favorite Les Nessman's uh, mispronunciations is uh, Chai Chai Rodriguez. Yes. Which is Chi Chi Rodriguez, a, a, <laughs> right. a golfer. But, Even I'm not that bad. Oh, I'm yeah. I'm close. So, <laughs> I'm not that um, bad. <laughs> I had a goatee. For a while, did you? In fact, it's really funny. This was towards the end of my, the end of my days working as a scenic artist, and I was on my. I had stopped working, and I had a few weeks to go before I I uh, auditioned for Star Trek, and I auditioned just on a lark for All in the Timing, a, a series of short plays. That includes a great uh, a, a short play I love, the variations on the death of Trotsky. It's very absurdist, very um, uh, abstract uh, play, and I got the role of Trotsky. And it was really funny because they took their time calling us back with the castings, and I was literally a week after the audition. I was like, well, I obviously didn't get it because you know, and I was actually about to shave the goatee. When I figured, ah, fuck, I'll call them and make sure. And they were like, oh, no, you got it. Oh, you're, wow. You're one of the first ones we cast. I'm like, well, shit. <laughs> so a phone I, call would be nice. So I actually had to keep the goatee for another two or three weeks while we did that did that run. So I did have a goatee for a while. And you're right. I'm totally patchy. Okay. You, you know those pictures of jihadis who look like they're 16 <laughs> and they've got like some yarn hanging off right, under right. their chin? That's how mine goes. Wow. I, I could spend a year on a desert island, and I my beard is not looking much thicker than what you got going right now. Yeah, I'm it, patchy it, as hell. There's nothing there. So, but yeah, so yeah, I had a uh, I had a, a a goatee for a while, and, and he has more notes. Yeah, wow, it's going still. No, no, we're good. Oh, okay. See, this is good. what happens when I listen to when I'm. On vacation, and I listen to the podcast. Mm -hmm. I have like a whole bunch of mental notes, but then I get to where I'm ah, going, and right. I forget all of them. Dude, that's on you, dude. Doing this job, I can't write notes while I'm driving. <laughs> doing my doing my job, I mm -hmm. actually now keep a pile of paper because occasionally oh, okay. there there is like, oh, I gotta I gotta find that link because that's funny, <laughs> and I gotta I gotta find that and put that up on my. Uh, you know, on my social media. And it's not because it's a bad one. It's an innocuous one, but it's funny as hell or something. Or I'll, I'll, I'll be curious about stuff. I A couple weeks ago, I got a whole rash of shit about Kenya. Because apparently there's some kind of constitutional crisis in Kenya. And, and there's literally like an opposition party did their own swearing in ceremony for the a president in like a park or something. Yes. And I'm like, nobody's fucking talking about this. But You're not listening to NPR. Yeah, but there there are people who uh, you know were talking about it on social media. So I I was picking up on sh and I'll like write down. Okay, what's his name? I gotta f see this shit. So I have a pile of paper, and while I'm listening to, I'm doing my job, but I'm hearing the podcast, and I'm like, oh motherfucker, no, it's Devil Dinosaur Number One, Andy. <laughs> oh no, it's in, you know, and I I run through. Wait, the, you, no, didn't it's just, you didn't just scream out in the, the into the <laughs> house like 
Andy, it's Devil Dinosaur number one. I dude, I never heard of that house. Dude, dude, he's oh. never there. It's like so I, he's like the perfect you roommate. You know, at some point, he's going to he's going to be like, do I really need to pay rent? <laughs> <laughs> Where do you go? I got. I'm always. I'm always doing shit, man. He I'm is. always working on it's shit. Where do you sleep? I, a, I do sleep in the bed sometimes. It's a place sometimes. to store his kid. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what kids it is. Store. Yeah. Wow, <laughs> I store half my kids there. Yeah, half the kids, but yeah. So, so anyway, that was my week in geek. Wow, there you go. Oh, you are cor- you are correct, sir. And I'm going to track down why I thought that was in there. I, well, I swear, maybe there- it was promo stuff. It might have been no. There, there was a whole run. It might have been something that was very much like Moon Boy, or maybe Moon Boy is in there first. I don't know. Maybe, but I'll find out. I'll, I'll look it up. Yeah, it was funny because I read up on that just to just to check my sources. Mm-hmm. I, I did a citation, and uh, there was rumors that DC was going to do a Commandy series, which is the young boy post-apocalyptic thing that Kirby did for DC. Right. And so Marvel was like, Jack, Jack, you got you to gotta do something so, so we can compete with that. Uh. And, and that's where Devil Dinosaur came from. But it, it never went anywhere. Commandy is one of the. I think I mentioned this in a previous episode. There was a, 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 there's a book there's only a few handfuls of photocopied copies of a comic book called canceled comic cavalcade which is you uh, have mentioned this. yeah it's like the last issues of a bunch of stuff that they never they did they canceled it before they actually mm-hmm. printed it and i think the last issue of commandy is one of those i you know, have to i have the commandy uh, uh collection mm-hmm. i have to double check to see if the canceled if yeah. the last issue how do you spell there. commandy it it's it's k a m a n d i okay but he was raised in a bunker that was labeled Command D, and that's where his name comes mm-hmm. from. Uh, Command D is also very weird because there's a whole bunch of anthropom every all the other people in. Uh, it was a Planet of the Apes riff, right? Except it's well, all it's like all riff. kinds of animals. Yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. It's dog people and dog, lizard people. Dog and, people, lizard. Oh, it's yeah. furry. Yeah. Pretty much. And pretty. and the cover is him in a life raft uh, rowing by a flooded. Statue of Liberty, mm-hmm. hey. ah, which you know back in those days is a way of telegraphing. This is what we are, this, yeah. and you know in what fact, this is. Yeah, exactly. It's Commandy, last boy on Earth. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Oh wow, because yeah. because boy in his dog territory. So, huh? Well, sort of. I, supposedly, it, just about all humans are gone, and it's all anthropomorphic animal types. But of course, there's humans and blah blah. blah. I mean, visually, it looks very much like what Commandy, what he later did with. Um, um, Oh crap! The the Alex Toth and Jack Kirby. Uh, uh, oh, post- Thunder! Thunder! Thunder Barbarian! Yeah, yeah. It's very the, the the world looks very the world in Commando looks very much like the world of Thunder the Barbarian. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. It's that kind of fun apocalyptic. Hey, young boy, this wouldn't be so bad. You know, right? You just got to be a, a a teenage Tarzan. Right? Yeah. So. I played uh, some Pathfinder. You played this. Is the Pathfinder game you mentioned before? Yeah, yeah. We actually, we uh, we still haven't uh, actually played the actual game. We did a sort of a shakedown <laughs> cruise, so we. Uh, so you didn't we, play Pathfinder. We no, we played Pathfinder, is, is but without our trader. Characters. Is this with your trader game group? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes. Oh. He he oh. gets he gets the WB the the CWs. I get the traders. Great. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that. Yeah. Okay. We'll see what happens when you don't name your group. Right. I named your group. Um, <laughs> <laughs> See what happens when you, you don't have someone name your group? I just did. Trader <laughs> group. Yes, he did. 
<laughs> wow, thing. I just re- okay. This is a thing. Problems? <laughs> what are you complaining about, Andy? <laughs> so what we did was uh, it was a bunch of pre-gen characters. All it was all um, goblins. So we were uh, all playing these awful little goblins, and uh, it was it was a it was a funny game. We had a lot of fun with that, we were doing voices and stuff. Uh, uh, all of our characters had pet toads. Uh, for, for the most part, we all had pet toads, and, oh, and okay. And my, my my friend Celestia was playing a character. He had she had a pet toad also. Of course, but her did. characters and her and her character she listed. So one of the things she liked doing is hurting small animals. So when my character got drunk, she stole my toad and hid it. And then they all told me that a pig had eaten my my pet toad. So I was running through the whole game, like uh, trying to find my pet toad and finding I was missing, and then. Pathfinder's weird. It is weird. No, this is a weird game. It's goblin. It's goblins are weird. It's 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 it's, it's goblins. It's three point seven five. Yeah, you know, it's the Paizo uh, continues running third edition, publishing for third edition. Ironically, too, they're now putting out a second. They're starting playtesting for a second edition Pathfinder. Yeah, you but know, I thought that'd be three point eight. But before I know three point. Seven uh, five five two, two five. But I, five? I bring up the, the toads because it was a funny little moment. Because I lost my toad and I was all upset about it. And then we found and another goblin at some point who's caught in a spider web. And before we released him, I searched his, put his pockets and found his toad and took it. And now it's my toad. Whoa! So I stole his toad. <laughs> you I know, didn't realize. I have to stop you right here, Andy. Yeah. One of Todd's former nicknames when he worked at Hard Rock was Toad. Toad. Nice. Yeah. So all I'm hearing is, you're, you know, somebody <laughs> stole my Todd, and then I stole my Todd, and then my Todd died. And that's like I said, Pathfinder's weird. <laughs> no, no this, this is the, the goblins are weird. But the, then uh, I didn't realize Toads were currency. And then eventually the you other didn't characters know you were currency. Oh, yeah. here we go. <laughs> uh, Spice must flow. <laughs> so all the other characters are trying to hide their Toads and decide to stuff it into their pants. Whoa, Todd, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't you like to know? So then it became, well, that was For a fashion. For all the times I've been stuffed in someone's pants. That was, a, say. that was a fashion in the village was, you know, putting the toad in your pants. <laughs> <laughs> it's fashionable now. Right. So at the end of the game, when we we got everything, we did all the stuff we're supposed to do. Uh, Celestia felt bad for my character and pulled my toad out and gave me back my toad. So I gave back the other guy. I'd stolen his toad back. I gave him back his toad. So there was a toad exchange at the end. What a Disney ending. Yeah, it was. <laughs> For rotten goblins that were doing terrible things and killing dogs and horses because they're evil. Oh, he Ooh. skips that part. <laughs> <laughs> all, all, of my, all of us had swords that were called. The, 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 the term for goblin swords is dog slasher or something like that. Or goblin swords? Do, dog cutter or something. Yeah, the goblin swords were like dog goblin cutters. Goblin swords? Yeah. <laughs> nasty little bastards. Wow. Yeah. Man carver? No, yeah. that's the orc one. Man yeah. Carver. Oh. But yeah, it was, it was essentially an evil party. We're just like, we're just learning the rules and letting, and letting other people who haven't played games like this learn. So they're being how the delightfully rules. goofy before they get to the real evil yeah, exactly. shit. Yeah, exactly. No, we're not gonna be, it's not going to be an evil party. It's a good party. Just getting this, getting the evil out of the way before yeah. the good party. Just get there it out of your system. It was a yeah. shakedown cruise. Yeah, yeah she, she had too Shake much rape down. in her last game, so right. now there's this get rid of the toad <laughs> stuff. Well. Right. Um. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't. Do we talked about it on the air, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes, yes. It did. Yeah. yes, we did. That was bizarre, <laughs> and, and, and it's because yes, come up again. You know, Matt's and, like, yeah, yeah, we did. <laughs> <laughs> well, I made the uh, the official decision this week to actually engage in Warhammer 40k. Oh, I've chosen the Death Guard, the Plague of Marines us. of Nurgle, and and Matt's already pissing and moaning. Let yeah. the galaxy burn. Yeah, he he doesn't like that I that I have already a a good captain yes to field in my team yes 
because Lord Typhus is a badass. Right. So, so that's happened. The host of the Destroyer Hive. Yes. So I've I've been I've actually started because his fear was that I wasn't even going to you know start it, and I've already started putting the figures together. I I've, was pleasantly surprised when I walked in. I saw a squad of Plague Marines already put together. I've put about five hours into just the building phase so far. So, so it's it's getting those old uh, modeling. Sal- Salvatore Guyans going again. Nice. Is there enough ventilation to paint over there? You like pass it's, it's, out. It's acrylic. <laughs> it's not like I'm using. <laughs> yeah. He occasionally oh. opens the door. Oh, okay. <laughs> you just hear a thud. <laughs> I, I do have a mask for when I use the toxic yes. chemicals, but. And then there, sometimes he'll actually take it out onto the patio if it's something that he's. Yeah, Todd. We know about. what kind mm-hmm. of mask you wear when you mm-hmm. paint probably horrifying well it's creepy at the it's same the time. one with the tube that goes directly to the paint thinner yeah that's the, oh, that's yeah. the mask that i wear <laughs> but well, there's there's warhammer is completely safe except for, for your pocketbook other than that it is a very safe game to well, build and put together it's not as bad as it used to be not as bad as it used to be so it doesn't make you violent yeah, like video games do those those there <laughs> Back in the day, we're all made of pewter. Oh, the plague yes. Marines. Oh, yeah. I will say so, I'm very glad they moved to the... Are you saying plague or plague? Plague. Okay. He's just giving it that Canadian the, spin. The, yeah, the, the, the plaid Marines. <laughs> they just go around the battlefield. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> so sorry. It all depends on my paint scheme, guys. It's so hard to paint the plaid Marines. It, it takes a little extra time. Yeah. So so th- that's moving forward. And Happen Leonard started this week, the oh, third yeah. season of... It's three seasons already. Yes, I haven't watched the second one yet. Oh, oh, it's, oh, it's what's great about Happen Leonard is the producers in charge of this thing are amazing at translating a novel per season. So that it's when it starts up, I start reading the Happen Leonard book that it's part of. I'm three quarters of the way through it. Watch the first episode, and the translation is so amazingly done. I mean, it's TV, so they have to change certain things to make it work visually because the books are told in the first person from Hap's point of view, so you got a lot of internal dialogue going on. So things have to be told outside of that. But it is genius. I, I can't think of a better two-television screen translation. Well, I haven't read it. And I've only seen the first season, and it, the first season was brilliant. Yeah, and it's more of that crazy violence crime pulpy story that oh mm-hmm. wait now i'm told yeah oh you cursed you, yeah you would, love you would eat this up if nothing else i think you'd enjoy the books as well so mm-hmm. i've still got jessica jones on my yeah i haven't seen the second season yeah, of jessica I, jones. I, I can't even believe what there was, i still haven't seen the first season oh it's you're it, missing dude. out you are missing you out are i tried dead. i gave I, it the try no, I just, you just it, power through it keeps, everybody watch, keeps telling me that and i'm just yeah. yeah, some things don't connect with some people. Yeah, that's, that's just, all I I'm still watched the think. second half of Altered Carbon. I haven't caught up on that yet. That's not going to happen. Oh, for I a finished while. that. Yeah, I know you did. I knew, yeah, I was too busy watching two and a half hours of painting a a plague sure. burster tr- drone. <laughs> oh, you know what I did watch this week though? Is I watched an episode of um, Black Mirror. I watched an the, episode, the Star Trek episode of Black oh. Mirror, and that, that was that's brilliant shit. That's oh yeah, really, that, really that, well done. That one is is yeah. really really good. Cool, cool. Yeah, have, you, have you seen that one? No, I oh. haven't watched any of the new season of it. This is like season four, I guess. It was like the first episode of season four. I think I've only seen the first season of Black Mirror, yeah. frankly. 
Well, it's you know it's an anthology, so I'll hop right in the middle because I was told sure, that was you one can, to watch. Yeah, you can start. Well, yeah, each each episode is separate, so yeah, it's, it, you don't have to. It's techie Twilight Zone. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Nice, interesting. Uh, it's on my queue with a lot of other shit <laughs> that I'll never get to, probably. Right. Well, your queue is where things go to die. Like or I'll, or, I'll, or or uh, your queue's been uh, edited. Something's gone. It's like what? Okay, what? Yeah. What well, am I missing? What am I? Oh, uh, whatever. I don't remember. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Picard, what are you doing now? That's but my attempted cue. I saw an interview with oh, what's uh, what's the actress's name that plays Jessica Jones? Kristen Ritter. Ritter. Kristen Ritter. Yeah. She. Uh, I saw an interview with her, and she said basically that looks like there's not going to be any more defenders. Good. Ever again. Because of all the shows they've done, that is the least watched show of the Marvel Universe. The one that brought all the characters together is the one that people did not care wow, for. Wow, even less yeah. than Iron care Fist? Care to watch, yeah. Even less than Iron Fist. In fact, wow. they've, they put out a teaser tw- trailer for uh, Luke Cage and announced season two of Iron Fist will follow. So it's it's coming. Probably they'll, they'll do like appearances in the series and stuff like that rather than I would just a, so. a defenders yeah I just so we'll never Dare- know what happens to oh wait that was Daredevil season I just two. want more <laughs> I just want more Daredevil <laughs> what the hell happened in the last defenders last episode of defenders I don't know I only watched the first two episodes who watched the season I did, I did. dragon underground the whole um, thing collapses everybody that, everybody is uh, uh, Daredevil is lost that's from get out yeah was that Daredevil? Yeah, Season but but two? then yeah. they but then they, they they it ends up with Daredevil in a bit in a hospital bed somehow. That was Defenders though. I'm I think confused. that's the end of Defenders. Yeah. Sorry, spoilers, everyone. I'm so old. I actually don't remember stuff anymore. <laughs> so it's 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 so true. It's it happens with me for I'm 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 so glad that we have marked the books going all along the way on social media on the book club because some of them are like oh yeah we read that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They just get lost to time. Yeah. It's like, okay, I kind of remember what happened in that book. Uh, for example, Old Man's Wars, John Scalzi. Mm. I love that book. I thought yeah. it was great. It's starting to move away now. Yeah, it's starting really. to sprinkle off. Your brain off. is starting to. I'm going to have to away. like read the Wikipedia plot synopsis before I get in part two. I'm at that point where I take in something, absorb it, something leaves. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, I think that's yeah. it. We're trading out. Uh, I had a mother. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, something leaves. It's like, oh shit. Okay. Yeah. No, uh, Andy, what was it? I Was I like two? two remember I commented to you I was two episodes or three episodes into Supergirl before I was like, oh, wait, I've seen these. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was, I was, it it actually hurt my brain because I was sitting there and I'm like, God, this shit is so familiar. I did, are they repeating a storyline? What the fuck? I did and, that with um, uh, Mel Gibson's Gringo. I would watch half of Gringo and I'm like, wait, I've watched this before. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know there was a Gringo. Yeah. 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 Isn't it Get the Gringo? Dude, there's a there's a whole no. nation of them. There's one called oh. Get the Gringo, but there's also Gringo. Oh, okay. Yeah. A little Azteca humor there. Oh. Hey. Hey, uh, okay. Anything else you do, gentlemen? <laughs> rip the heart out. Oh. You rip uh, the heart out. Timeless started back up Timeless. on NBC. It's that time travel... Um, series because it's been almost a year since the last episode aired. But uh, oh wow! So uh, yeah, fingers crossed that it survives. Yeah, well, because I mean, it had, it had been effectively canceled, and then they brought it back at the last second. They're like, no, no, we were just kidding. We're not canceling <laughs> it. Which one is that one? Is that the one where he 
the uh, the doctor or whatever keeps dying and he can. Or am I thinking of a different show? No, I don't even You're know what Timeless Doctor is about. Who, I think. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. There, there was one where he's like, it's the guy who played uh, Mr. Fantastic in the shitty Fantastic Four movies. Okay. He would die, but he surfaces in like New York Harbor. Every oh, day. no, no, no. That's. Do you know which different. one I'm talking about, though? I don't No, you really. don't. Fucking. Yeah. <laughs> But everyone, oh, oh yeah, Andy, the the green thing you're talking about, I know, I saw it, but the second, okay. Is yeah. it Ian Griffin or something like that? He's got like a Welsh Griffin or something. Yes, like that. Yeah, last name or mm. something. Yeah. Okay, everyone was screaming. Everyone was listening to the show, screaming at me. Yes, you're right. It was get the gingo, get the gringo, get the gringo, get the gringo, Gret the gingo, Gret the gingo, Gret the gingo. Gret and the Gingo? Gret the Gingo. Gruz. Gret the Gingo. There is a gingo. There is a gringo movie too, but there's a different movie. Gruz. Greet the gecko? Gruz. Gruz. Fuck your gruz. <laughs> you agreed to it. I know. You agreed to it. All right? It's it's your fault. Code names. Code names. We play Disney code names. Okay. And and the, the, Paulette was the board had, card game. Yes. The, you put down the cards. It's got the words on it, and you link the words. And Paulette, Matt, and I were on the same team, and she was Dying, she could not figure out how to link Zerg, and so finally she just left it for last. And then she like turns to Andy, who is the code giver for the other team that include Major Meh and Rum Cake. And <laughs> Rum, Rum Cake, I, 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 that's a great code yeah. name. <laughs> it, it, boy, it's perfect. You know, she brought Rum Cake to the last gaming session. So and you guys never and, bring me any rum cake. What the hell? You have to well, go to the game. Yeah, store. really. I work on the gaming nights. Okay, most of the time. well, well the f- mystery solved. Yeah. Priorities, man. Priorities. <laughs> so, so Paulette job, picks up her cake. phone and wait, she wait, writes. Wait, what, what night's game night? Sundays. Sunday. Sunday. Oh, I'm off on Sundays. Ah, there we well, go, dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, dude. It's usually D and D, so nah. that's why he doesn't. Yeah. And but, also sometimes Sundays are date nights, so yeah, that's know. true. There you go. You don't have a date. No, Who are you trying to? No, he's mad about town. He's he's good. Go. Yeah. Uh, he's like okay. Andy. Yeah. Everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Look at the smug ass look. Look at this. I, I, <laughs> look at this. I was trying to think of a witty comeback to his. <laughs> no, you didn't have to. His, you just like, had to look my way. Like, he's like Andy, and I'm like. Oh. Yeah, you start scrolling through. And only like, no, I was gonna say no, only no. better, but that that sounded too harsh. <laughs> yeah. So I was trying to think Ouch. of something a little more suave. That would make me cry. Oh, you're right. And Smug it wasn't. It. Uh, it just <laughs> wasn't coming. Out. I think like Andy, but coming better. Hum. So she. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. Oh, is that our oh, episode title? <laughs> like Andy, but better. <laughs> Big Dick Andy. Oh. <laughs> I'm Master Torgo. I'm Big Dick Andy. <laughs> Commander K, um, but she couldn't. She couldn't link Zerg to Jeff. anything. So, eighties <laughs> Jeff, elephant trunk Jeff. So she uh, she spells this thing out, shows it to Andy, and Andy's like, "Yeah, sure, go." No, for no, it. I struggled with it because I went. I went back. No, to, it was a quick yes. No, it wasn't. I looked through the rules. I looked through the rules to try and find it because that rule is not in there in this version of it because they've simplified the rules because it's a kid's version of it. In the, yeah, in they the, had simplified the rules. In the original rules, it says you can't use the word spelled in any other. You can't use the word spelled backwards. You can't, can't use a word or you know the word back. Did you hear that, backwards. Major Ma? We found a loophole. So so Andy's like, eh, go for it. And so she goes, gruz. And and Major Ma is instantly like, what, 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 what? And, and, and we're just like, ah. Uh. 
All right, Zerg. And then we, oh, and then it's like, you know what? We had one more to go. And she had done sleeping for Sleeping Beauty. And we, we, Matt and I could not remember that Aurora is Sleeping Beauty's name. So we were like, uh, should we just guess Aurora, see yeah. if that's it? And Matt was like, go for it. And we did it and we won. And we won. And then Major Mez like, asterisk, asterisk. <laughs> and he's right. <laughs> yeah. Because that rule needs to be in there. Because that does. Because then you just say any word backwards and it, it just ruins the game. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's cheating. Now, that's they were killing me on that one because one of the things in there was Bruce. The shark? Bingo. Yeah, Motherfucker. Too, yeah. Bruce, yes. Well, and, uh, from, yeah, from the two people I'm Nilo. playing with could not, yes. So. Which I'm I'm trying after. to link it with a bunch of things. I, I hit there like with I hit there with fish, Teeth. and and they guess monstro who's a whale, which I didn't know until somebody flipped over the picture. But still, whale whale's not, not a fish. fish. Th th this seems like it'd be what it'd be like if, when I played Marvel, right? Code names, <laughs> right? And then it was like teeth. And then it's like they went through everything. Uh, oh, oh, but Andy, everyone's got teeth. You're, you're skipping the best part. You could have just said jaws. Andy goes. I was trying to get two. I was trying to link oh, okay. two things. Andy goes sidekick two, and they guess the wrong sidekicks. The first one they they go to the it's a gray square, so it ends their turn immediately. Yeah, it's like, no it's wins. a neutral. It's neither one yep. of us have that word, so that kills it. And the very next round, Andy goes sidekick two, <laughs> <laughs> not the two one you picked before. <laughs> they still. I think that was when they picked one of ours. Yeah. The major man was like, if you say sidekick one more time, yeah, I'm going to flip this on the, table. On the next turn, he's like, don't say sidekick, Andy. <laughs> and it's funny. Cause I, went it's, at, I went at Bruce like three or four different ways. I had great clues for it, except clearly neither of them had any idea that it was Bruce the shark. Yeah. And and this is freaking so, major meh. So the the word is Bruce. The word is Bruce. Bruce. The, okay. Now, but, now, it's meant for the character because the, right, the, these versions of code names have pictures on the back. So you could play the pictures code names instead of the words. And the picture on the back is Bruce the Shark from Finding, Finding Nemo. Yeah. Finding Finding Nemo. Nemo. And but, it's really funny because Rum Cake is Miss American uh, Mother. I mean, if, if she's going to know Disney in and out because she's watched them all with her kids. But even that even eluded her. But this is major meh. Bruce who, Lee? who gave Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee? Yeah, who gave the clue, <laughs> Pippet to this mother <laughs> to get like three words? Three words: Hollywood dog and shark. Because Pippet's the dog and Jaws that gets eaten. Wow! And 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 he knew. He looked at me and went Pippet, and I was like, Oh! And we shit. all went what? And <laughs> I'm like, Oh shit! That's easy. And they're like, <laughs> What? What's easy? What the fuck? So somehow the fact that the shark in the actual model of the shark the the, the animatronic shark they use in the in Jaws, in Jaws. is named Bruce. Right. Yeah. Which is why they named sunk it. into his head. Yeah. And, and that's well, why that's, the yeah. character's name is Bruce. Yeah. And he, in, yeah, in the, in he the did movie. not pick up on that at all. Major oh, Matt like did not pick up on it? No. Oh, okay. He was I like, Goofy, this, this Disney princess, Bruce Lee, uh, Bob. <laughs> and that's, that's how it finally, Andy, just in sheer disgust, goes, Lee. One. <laughs> and Major Matt's like, oh, uh, Bruce? <laughs> we actually, the, the fun game we played that night was, what the hell was it, Googly Eyes? Googly it? Eyes. Yeah. It's How a, do you play Googly Eyes? Googly Eyes? It's a drawing game. You've got clues. You've got 15, 30, or 45 seconds to try and draw something and get Objects, people to guess the word. It's basically Pictionary, except the twist is you have these giant oversized Elton John glasses with 
twisted lenses in it that really screw up your vision. Yeah. So you put them on and you just start trying to find the paper. You're yeah, like you, slapping you, on the table trying to find the paper at this is. Blur and trying to <clears throat> trying trying to do Pictionary with blurry glasses. I can't draw anyway. I can't yeah. imagine oh, what it's fun. It's fun. Foul beast will it, come out of my fingers. It is fun. <laughs> my favorite one is I had Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, so I drew <laughs> I drew a taller figure in a dress. You know, there were those little and then like seven little loop things. I'm trying to count and I like so and funny. I'm like leaning in. I'm leaning into the thing to try up and make sure I'm counting seven and, and, the, and she didn't get it yeah. and then and then Rump I start, cake was his partner yeah and then I start trying to draw a dwarf's face <laughs> and and nothing and then I take the glasses off I'm like well that's because I've just drawn a random scribble it's <laughs> 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 like nothing <laughs> we're not allowed to comment because Lewis really wanted to be Andy that isn't helping at all <laughs> the seven dwarves are so hilarious because he draws the little figures and and then he sits there and he one two you see him counting with the pencil tip and I'm like and I'm looking at Stephanie and I'm like oh my god this is so obvious and she's not getting it it just went by her not that she, she's sharp as a tack oh, yeah. it was not that was not that, hitting her for some that reason that one was just, that was like Bruce it yeah, was, like, that was uh, yeah. just one thing that was not connecting yep <laughs> but it's a fun it's a it's I think it's basically a kids game but it's it's we had a hell of a time playing it. It's funny yeah. when you look straight on with someone with glasses, like the big Google, big eyes. Oh my God, you look so weird, Lewis. You look so goddamn funny. You look like what's put, her name from? Put uh, on the glasses, and he'd be leaning over the pad, yeah. and he'd have this look of concentration on his face as he's trying to draw. It's just squigglies. It was killing us. Yeah. <laughs> what was the name? Maz Kanat. That's it. My, that's what you look like. Maybe it would actually improve my drawing. That's, yeah. it, it's entirely possible. I got a video. I'll show you after the Jesus, show. Jesus, at one one point. Matt and Paulette were together, and usually oh, wow. you want that because it always leads to eventual violence yes. when she's beating up Matt. But she actually puts on the glasses, grabs the pad, and she does this fucking squiggle with lines. And Matt's like, "One line, just one line, one line that has that kind of kind of curly cues." And he goes, "Circus," and she's like, "Yeah." <laughs> I'm like, what the, the fuck? He's what? That's a circus tent. It's like Jesus Christ. <laughs> It's a curly cute. All yeah. right, fine, whatever. Although, although rest- we got away with Batman pretty easily. Oh yeah, yeah. No, that that's when Andy was on my team, and yeah, he had man. Batman. It was just, you, know, you don't even need eyes to draw Batman. Yeah, I just drew the head. No, oh, okay. The ears. Gotcha. He didn't even get to the face, and I was like, Batman. No Durr. cowl. How dare you? No coward. Well, no yeah. coward. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. That, that's a fun one to draw. Yeah. No, no coward. Mm-hmm. Oh, what was the one? We had some ones that were just insanely tough, though. That there was no chance of drawing them. <laughs> Trying to some Marxism. Yeah, it was. It was not. That's not far <laughs> off. Yeah. It was. It's object, places, or entertainment reference. Okay. Yeah. So. Oh, I drew, I had one that was, I, I drew a flower, and she's like going flower, 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 and then I draw a duck next to it, and she's yeah. like, Daisy Duck, and it's like it was Daisy, and that's fine. I that got was it. Great. But then I took glasses great. off and I'm like, oh, apparently I can draw a duck blind. Yeah, <laughs> that was a good duck. <laughs> that was a good duck. That worked. I loved it. Lemon. I did. Oh, lemon. Yeah. I'm looking at lemon. I'm like, oh, he's never gonna get this. But I'll I'll draw a little circle with a nipple at the end. Put on a couple dots. Lemon. I'm like, oh, okay, that was easy. Nice. Sounds like fun. Though. Yeah, it is. It's Googly eyes. It's a good idea. Googly, Googly eyes. eyes. Look it up. Buy it. Do it. It's a kid's game, but it's a lot of fun. Uh, was well, it, who, yeah. who was it telling you that someone who was, uh, was it your friends yeah. or somebody was saying you need to buy that? Get just, drunk first. Just, yeah, yes. you, you yeah. get that's a good drunk game, boy. Get shit face and start playing that game. <laughs> Everyone will be getting laid. 
We just got drunk on rum. That's the tagline on the game, right? Yeah. <laughs> For kids four and 12. <laughs> <laughs> four and 12? Yes, just four and 12. You can't play it if you're nine. Don't you play this if you're nine. <laughs> I heard that too, Jeff. Four and 12. <laughs> wow. Ten-year-olds, can you stay away from that damn game? It'll lead down a path of perdition. <laughs> Four and twelve is fine. Uh, dead air, dead air, dead <laughs> air, dead air. <laughs> the Geek Shock Book Club. We are uh, choosing between two books: Replay by Canton Grimwood and The Armored Saint by Mike Cole. Discussions have been opened up. Join us when you are ready. What is Replay? That sounds familiar. Replay is I think Groundhog Day. Oh, where you, guy keeps replaying his life. I vote for that one. It's it's done. You can read it. Okay. It, it, it won. <laughs> Good. <laughs> And a big thank you to Todd Mizura, who sent me a, a car porg this week ah. with a sticker that says porg on board. And then you have the little suction cup on the arms. And and like the movie, the, the porg looks very distressed to, to be in the, in the vehicle. So this mm-hmm. this is fantastic. Yeah. Thank that you so too. much, Todd. This, this really rocks. It's like you know me. Yeah. Really funny. I've actually um, heard that. Uh, first responders, you know, paramedics and stuff, hate those signs because when they see the yellow sign, they're instantly like baby on board, so, and then it's like you know, atheist on board. You know, they're what? not going to rescue if you're an atheist. Dog, n- no, it's just like they're they're like oh god. Oh, damn okay, it. okay. So he's saying it's, if it's not baby on board, if it's atheist on board, or if it's if it's know. a joke, yeah, they're getting they're 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 psyching themselves up to start looking for a baby's body. Is that is that why those signs began? The baby on board to let, was let people know that hey, if there's an issue, there's also probably a child in here. The barbershop song from The Simpsons. It wasn't there just to annoy me as a driver saying no, I need no. to treat you better on the road. No. Well, okay. I think that's no, I think it that's why it started. It eventually got there. Okay. It eventually just took on a life of its own, but it was seriously originally just a you know, I have a baby in the car seat in the back. You can get similar stickers for your house to to say how many kids are in the house, which is a little weird now. That, that's kind of that's kind of like an advertisement. Yeah, it is, yeah. yeah. Uh, ages 4 and 12? 4 and 12. <laughs> <laughs> Subway spokesman need not apply. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Zing. That's topical. Anything else, gentlemen? <laughs> After that, no. You love it when, when Todd gets a little uncomfortable. Did you read, did you read that story that Alexa's creepily uh, laughing. laughing at people? Yeah. Like, I love that that exists. <laughs> I, 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 I've told the story of hiding the, the little... Sound maker chip mm-hmm. in Barry's house that yep, would yes. laugh like a kid every now Which and then. He so still hates you for. So <laughs> I, I love that our technology is taking that tactic on a larger scale. Good on you, Alexa. I'm sorry you're going to get patched. Yeah, no right. Just wreck all the fun things. Patch it all. All right, we got to make some room for news. Weekend geek. <laughs> Woo! Yay! <laughs> and he had to wait. I like it. <laughs> had to process it. I have to it. pause it now. I have to, I have to actually think about it because he's 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 pulled, pulled I love me so it. many times. I love it. We can geek. <laughs> oh wait, what? <laughs> Iron Man director John Favreau will write and executive produce a new live-action Star Wars series for Disney's upcoming streaming platform. The man who helped kick off the Marvel Cinematic Universe and directed the groundbreaking Jungle Book reimagining is no stranger to the world of Star Wars. 
In the animated series Star Wars The Clone Wars, he voiced the Mandalorian Death Watcher leader Prey Vizsla and will have an alien voice role in Solo, a Star Wars story. No date has been set for the live-action series, though he is the second high-profile Hollywood player to be hired by Lucasfilm last month. We announced that HBO's Game of Thrones creator David Beninoff and D.B. Weiss would write and produce a new Star Wars film series for the company. Oof. Film series. Yeah, so we got the DBY series, you've got the uh, Ryan Johnson series, and you have the main series, plus all the little mini one-off A Star Wars Story bits. Nice. How much do you think that streaming service is going to cost, the Disney one? I think they're going to be very competitive with Netflix. I wouldn't be surprised if they undercut it by a dollar. I might actually do it. It's... I might actually do it, and I can't believe I said that. I You're the problem. I, I know. I, I've I've fully admitted now that I'm part Matt. of the problem. Eighties Matt. Eighties Matt. It all goes on Jeff for getting CBS. <laughs> he yeah. Jeff's like, I got a big dick. Fuck you guys. <laughs> I, the only thing I'll say about that's the not a streaming <laughs> is with the lack of content on stuff. I don't see how they're gonna keep retaining. It, I don't Guess. think the balkanization will last. You don't think so? I think there will be some kind of weird adjustment. I have no idea what it'll be, but I don't think I don't think it can sustain. It might be years, but I don't see how how dozens scores yeah. of of there's, of of nine to ten dollar streaming services can survive. There's too many now, yeah. and there's talk and of they're not being, even trying. Yeah, there's, there's there's talk of like another ten or fifteen. I mean, shoot, CBS All Access has what two original shows on there right now, and Star Trek Discovery it, season two isn't going to be until 2019 at the at, quote unquote at the earliest, according to Alex Kurtzman, who's one of the executive producers on the show. So I'm well, sitting that's there a year going, away. Like, yeah, I'm sitting here going, I'm like. At the earliest, so I got to wait a whole another freaking year. Welcome to Game of Thrones. Yeah, really. <laughs> yeah, but at least HBO has other shit yeah. to keep me interested. Well, so in does Disney, me- as long as you like Disney stuff. I, I, I'm hoping, unlike CBS All Access, that Disney will launch with their entire movie catalog before. Which would be impressive. Yeah. And and right. I want it to include all the weird seventies Disney shit. That's what I want. There's also you like wanna... a I mean, with the Disney one, there's rumor like with the them moving all the uh the cinematic universe stuff onto the that streaming, that there's a possibility they might move Agents of Shield onto the streaming to keep it going because that would kinda apparently A B C is non committal on whether kinda... they're gonna Yeah, the last couple seasons they've done that. They've renewed it like at the last minute, so like the current season, even though you know the fans are absolutely adoring this season and the the writing and the character development, but I hear no the, buzz coming from it. Yeah, I know the exactly. fans are way into it, but yeah, that's the thing is that. they moved it to Friday nights at nine o'clock. Ah, the oh, death so spot. The, the death spot. So it's it's on at a time where you know the majority of the people that would watch that are either at work or you know or out. having a life. <clears throat> So so it's in a bad spot anyway, and apparently the ratings have not been great for the season, even though for a Friday night show, it's doing very well. But they're looking at its numbers versus like the previous seasons when it was on Tuesday nights, and it's not doing well. Imagine that. You move it to Friday night and it goes so down. It's amazing how that always happens. So apparently like the producers are writing the season finale 
as a series ender, but still leaving it open, leaving certain character. It's been stuff this is open what, it's for fifth speculation. Season? I think six. Sixth, six I want to say. Okay. Mm. That's a that's decent a run. run. That's a good yeah. run. It stops here. I mean, 100 episodes. That's impressive. Yeah, well, they just, they just had what? the 100th episode yeah. on Friday. So I, I can't, you know, lament the, the early ending of uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. because for sci-fi, that's really good. It used to be yeah. you had to get the seven seasons to get syndication, although certain things broke that, obviously, Star Trek. But yeah, I don't think that's a rule, a hard and fast rule anymore at all. Well, in well the, the age... hard and fast rule used to be if you can get at least 100 episodes out of it, you have enough of a back catalog to syndicate it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Star Trek was able to do it with 76, right? 76 or 77? Or, well, it depends on whether you count the cage. Really? The Menagerie. I know, right? <laughs> and, well, I was going to say the Menagerie is two parts and then add in the cage. How many so. episodes of Star Trek we got here? For all 76. You, Not 77? Well, we can't have that show. Fuck. For all you WoW players out there, the Menagerie is for guests. I told 79 only. at one time. <laughs> anyway. But regardless. within the age yeah, yeah, yeah. of streaming, that's yeah. Speaking, it's moot. <clears throat> sorry, I meant going back to the point of the um, audience numbers for Friday mm-hmm. Night at that spot. Yeah. I don't get why that's such a big deal because nobody watches live TV as much as... Well, that's so you're gonna fucking DVR it. I'm yes. gonna catch it on a streaming service or stream it from. Well, somewhere. I just recently okay. found out that the way Nielsen weights their viewership, um, like the people that that do the either the diary or they have the set top box that automatically logs your watching, there's less weight for DVR viewing, even if even if it's within 24 hours. There's more weight to DVR viewing within 24 hours. But there's more weight to watching it live. So if you're waiting... Nobody say, has time to watch live I, anymore. I, I agree. Like, However, that's how this antiquated system of television ratings works. So they're still... They're, they've, it's good that they've actually added in DVR viewership, but they still don't do it accurately. Because half the of- shows that I record, I don't get to watch till sometimes 48 hours after they've aired. 48 hours, need, 48 some days. Sort of, yeah. So of tariffs or something to bolster these Nielsen's that are dying. Dude, like I'm, I'm like 20 years late on X-Files as I'm going yeah. through it. <laughs> like, right? come on. I th- oh, man, I'm sorry about season six. I think... Oh, I, thanks, I Andy. Know, I don't know, man, because I know that a lot of these things are built on statistical models, yeah. like demographics and stuff, and maybe we're just under underestimating the the sheer number of people who still watch live tv there it also might be that with dvr they they try to make it difficult but you can skip through commercials yeah so so live has greater weight maybe because yeah, there's no avoiding the commercials yeah. we're, we're right. viewing it through our you know more techie covered colored glasses yeah. here well and and, and the and fact that myself allowed out of it we all live in vegas vegas easy access to cable uh easy access to cable uh, all of our schedules suck um <clears throat> it's 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 highly ironic i actually come close to now having the most normal schedule of anybody here because wait, wait. my my online job has to be monday through friday Turo never happens on the weekends. This morning, I dropped off a prop at the MGM. Mm-hmm. I uh, I contacted three different clients about something. Yeah, I uh, ran over and did an interview at the Bellagio. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I busked, mm-hmm. and then I went over to the magazine I worked at. What's what's what sucks about that? What what sucks? <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> My schedule isn't normal. You're right. I'm, what what well, time but, sucks but, about? Yeah, but but 
uh, you work weekends. I do work weekends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's it's like I I I actually don't well, work I don't. weekends. Ha <laughs> ha! Shut up. I used to work weekends. You did, now I work but, half a weekend. But you you did that because because you well, never mind. I don't want to say that. Because we have no Um, do you think Disney will stop doing their vault releases? Like to yes. Uh, if they once they have the streaming service in, I think because of the profit margin, there's good money on on those collector releases on Blu-ray. They'll keep doing it, but they'll continue to do it in limited numbers. You know, actually, that's true. You can you can you can you save the big stuff for those kind of releases. They've got a lot of Apple Dumpling Gang chaff they can fill it up with. And <laughs> and and the, with the streaming stuff, yeah, you can watch it anytime. But having that physical copy for a Disney file is huge. Um, I worked at the Disney catalog for a few months, and it amazed me how much money people would Fanatics. drop. Fanatics. And that's before you had really good online access to the Disney catalog where you could just order it and ship it, where you actually had to physically call. I was one of the operators. Physically I would, call? What? Yeah. The primitiveness of it all. I would Stone take the calls. I would punch the orders in the computer. I would make sure it got sent. Um, it was It was a really fascinating look at, you know, Back in my day, I used a chisel. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> you, yeah, was, you made was, your own Disney memorabilia. But yeah, like I, you, you know, stuck it in a pterodactyl and sent it on its way. <laughs> Pterodactyls hated it. <laughs> but yes, I, I, I do. I do think the vault releases will continue to generate okay. because, especially the Mickey's, <laughs> the way that they've got those production lines set up now. They can they can bang them out, and it's like seventy five percent profit now. What? Awful sex act is uh, sticking a Mickey in a pterodactyl. <laughs> what is that a euphemism for? Yeah, we were having I, this I think, serious conversation. I, I know. Yeah. And I, I feel so bad. It's your fault this Jeff, time. Jeff is powering through, and he doesn't. He's he does. he's really got, yep. getting the hang he's of powering years, through. And I was like, he's on the edge of my seat, and then I was listening. And then Andy just punctuates. <laughs> it only took me what seven years. <laughs> But yeah, I guess we all know Book now what the a- sticky Mickey is. <laughs> I think we call that the white glove. <laughs> now we know why Mickey has gloves. <laughs> uh, and why he's missing a finger. What, what the hell were we talking about that we got? Oh, CBS All Act, Disney oh, yeah. Access. Okay, streaming. Fuck. <laughs> that fucking shit. The streaming wars. Yeah. Coming up. Streaming will be like the new porn subcategory. Wait, Disney's <laughs> going to have a porn subcategory? <laughs> oh, I'm it's, sure it's, it's already an, it's out It's inevitable, there. yeah. It's just a matter of time. <laughs> oh, it's out there. <laughs> so you can download your sticky Mickey. Well, then I'll, I'll, I'll subscribe to the what service. What do they then. call it, Andy? Non-licensed? Yes. <laughs> That's what it's called, a sticky Mickey. Yeah. Snow White and the Seven Horse. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sticky Mickey. I will say this. I've never watched a complete one, but some of the clips, they have some amazing animators. Like, could, could have been hired at Disney. For what? For the 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 animated porn with Disney porn. Wow! Every time I see animated porn, it's it's like a shitty, a, yeah, a, a shitty th- artist. A, it's, yeah. No, it's, it's it's somebody's taken the actual art and then put in like a three frame uh, humping bit that it's <laughs> they repeat forever. No, you're, yeah, okay. I, guess. I don't pay for porn. I go for the free porn. Ah. Dead air, dead air, dead air. I like that dead air. (laughs) (laughs) Vin Diesel is on board to star in Sony's Bloodshot comic adaptation. Hmm. The film is said to be in the vein of 80s sci-fi actioners like Robocop and Terminator. 
and aiming to be an R-rated comic adaptation. <laughs> the script for the film is penned by a rival, a rival writer, Eric Hessier and David Wilson, who's a Deadpool director, Tim Miller, Blur Studio partner. Oh, oh a, a rival. rival. I, I got it the same yeah, time, too. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, like huh? a rival writer? <laughs> Who's did, or Vin, Vin, Diesel? Vin Diesel? I yeah. mean, or Image? What and I was going, is there a comic book called Rival? Is is there a, is there a race where, you know, he's got yeah, to get his Johnny script? Johnny Tran. It's Johnny Tran, a rival yeah. to Vin yeah. Diesel. Meanwhile, Matt's sitting his, there thinking, bacon. He's got to get his script to the studio before his rival. It's written by Johnny Tran, that's right. <laughs> Bloodshot Comics were first created in 1992 by Kevin Van Hook, Don Perlin, and Bob Layton. Part of the Valiant Expanded Universe, the story follows Ray Garrison, a.k.a. Bloodshot, a former soldier injected with nanotechnology, which gives him superhuman abilities like healing, shape-shifting, and cyber-interfacing. Which is its own porn category, I guess. Mm. Oh, yeah. Enter that face. Director Michael Bay. Mm. Oh. Red light. I, I guess you're using that term loosely now. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's, Oof, that's strong. I like it. Wow. Is finalizing his next two movies to direct. And one of them is the long in development adaptation of Daniel H. Wilson's best selling 2011 sci fi novel, Robopocalypse. The book is about an uprising of robots under the control of a sentient AI named Arcos R14 that aims to destroy human civilization and replace it with a robotic one. Don't they want to have somebody who has more experience doing lame robot movies instead of Michael Bay? It is kind of odd that robots <clears throat> is another choice. Hopefully, they won't transform. Steven Spielberg originally signed on to direct the film version. Oh, hiring, that one, please? Hi, hiring Drew Goddard the, uh, to write the screenplay and potentially wow. getting Chris Hemsworth and Anne Hathaway to star. Oh. A, a, a 2013 release date, however, was pushed back a year and then postponed indefinitely with Spielberg saying he wanted more time to get the script right while also citing the movie's potentially huge budget. It was Spielberg who, executive as executive producer, personally chose Bay to direct the first Transformers more than a decade ago. That's true. And this is the second time that the uh, latter sort of inheriting a project from the former. So what's the other one he's going to be in? The GoBots or something? Uh, not known with uh, Bay is going to work with Goddard script or commission a new one. Because first he's making a picture called Six Underground. That's the other film. Uh, which is described as an original action tale penned by Deadpool and Life writers Rhett Reese and Paul Wernick. Hmm. Well, so that's okay. what's next like for Bay. Like those writers. Uh, you, yeah. I, I'm, you know what? I'm glad that he's not doing Transformers. Six Underground, you say, huh? Yeah. What, you, what, you, you're, you're deep diving? You're doing it. You're doing you're, it. You're looking. Did you write one of looking. those? Did you write you're something looking. called no, that? No, no. Hold on. Looking. Just, just is go that, on. Go is, on. That, is that the code name for, for Andy's just, gamer group? Just, Horace, just Harrison. Right. Horace Harrison. Horace Talk amongst yeah. yourselves. <laughs> Rob Liefeld, the co-creator of iconic comic book characters uh, Deadpool and Cable, is bringing his talents to Netflix. The seven-figure deal gives <laughs> the streaming rights uh, to the artist's Extreme Universe. Uh, I was going to say Pocket Universe, but okay. Oh, that's good. I like that. That is really good. I like that. You had your moment. You can stop now. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I almost boarded it out, but then it kept going. I'm like, no, I'm not going to do it. Oh, nope. He he said it. (laughs) You're giving me... Sneaker Pimps. Six Underground. Sneaker... Oh, that's the name of a song? Yeah. Okay. You've heard it. Okay. No, we haven't. Yeah. Well, I don't know. This... 
We ain't gonna do no pulse. I'm, I'm pulse we appreciate here. that. Okay. I'm spin, spin, sugar. No, it's fine. Sugar. I, I'm glad you showed me. A, Ice, a video. baby. <laughs> All right. So. Oh my God! He, he did it. Right. Paul he is doing Paul. Wow. I still don't recognize him. You've never heard this song? Nope. I don't think I have. Wow. I mean, it's not. It sounds like sneaker pimps. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. No. Yeah. Are they Canadian? I was in a. Verizon store and I heard a song I'm like oh I've never heard this song in the real world before I've only heard it in Grand Theft Auto <laughs> oh wow <laughs> seagulls Flies. might have been might have been uh-huh. yeah so the life filled extreme universe which encapsulates six graphic novels and characters like Brigade Bloodstrike Cybrid 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 that's a name uh, Regex Bloodwolf and Kaboom uh, these characters have been likened to Deadpool for their edgy and barrier-breaking personalities and stories. Writer-director Akiva Goldsman, who keeps popping up in these, yeah, he does. In these writer roundtables for these universes, Akiva will assemble a writer's room to co- come up with scripts for a connected cinematic universe, similar to what he's doing for the Ology series at Paramount that we discussed a few weeks ago. Uh, Paramount and Liefeld came together after Goldman was already developing a directorial project at Paramount for himself based on Liefeld's character Evangeline, an angel that fights demons and monsters. The one that he... Is that the one that he... No, that might be that went Damon. To, that went to Marvel? Yeah. Now that would be uh, Todd McFarlane's character. Right. What was that one? I don't know. <laughs> but you know what I'm talking about. Yes, Angela. that's good. Yeah, Angela. Angela. You're not staring at me like a crazy person. You usually do. That's good. Angela. Angela, you're right. Yeah. Good for you. Thank wow. you. I'm so proud now. I've had my moment. Yes. This deal is the latest in a series struck by Netflix. So far, the streaming giant has brought on American Horror Story creator Ryan Murphy and Kingsman creator Mark Miller in two separate high profile deals. In Miller's case, Netflix purchased his comic book company, Miller World, with the intention of creating shows and films from its books. And as for Murphy, the company signed an exclusive five-year contract with the creator-producer to develop original content for them. The next project to arrive, based on Liefeld's creations, of course, is the Deadpool sequel arriving May 18th. Yes. I cannot wait. Can't wait. See, that's how he gets these seven-figure deals on Netflix. It's... Yeah, I, Successes I get it. Successes like that. Oh, I get it. Yeah. I just can't wait. I hope they don't screw up cable. They won't. Cable's going to be good. So so far, so good, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. we can have some some positive outlook. All yeah, right. Josh Brolin, man. That's some good stuff. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I would have gone with Stephen Lang, but that's me. Mm-hmm. I would have too. But uh, Brolin... You, you get I who mean, you can get, man. Well... Josh <laughs> Brolin plays Tommy Lee almost, but Tommy Lee uh, Jones almost better than Tommy Lee Jones does. <laughs> <laughs> Where is that? I mean, Brolin is man. No country for old men. Ah, yeah. So yeah, go do it. He's wait. He's also Thanos, isn't yes. he? Yes. Yeah. Son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. He was old boy too. No, oh, that's right. Yeah, and for Spike Lee is American, American version old yeah. boy. He slept with Elizabeth Olsen mm-hmm. in the movie. <laughs> I, I can barely hear you. Yeah, it, it's probably for the best. Yeah. <laughs> That's not a toad in his pants. Ribbit. BBC One has found a director and lead actress for their big budget series based on Philip Pullman's fantasy epic, His Dark Materials. The series is currently planned for eight installments, is said to be the most expensive British drama to date. 
Jack Thorne, who wrote Wonder and Skins, is writing the script for the entire series. And Tom Hooper, who won the 2011 Best Director Oscar for The King's Speech, has signed on to direct. Uh, Daphne Keene, the young girl who played Laura, a.k.a. X-23 in Logan, has also signed on to play Lyra, the female star of the show. All right. Well, green light. Yep. Uh, Meanwhile, uh, Entertainment Weekly reports that Hamilton creator and star Lin-Manuel Miranda is also close to signing on for the role of balloonist and adventurer Lee Scoresby. Uh, In His Dark Material series consists of three novels, Northern Lights, The Subtle Knife, and The Amber Spyglass. The coming-of-age story follows two orphans, Lyra and Will, as they move between parallel universes. Lyra comes from a parallel world and is the mischievous one, while Will, from our world, is sensible and responsible. Boring. The children have demons, a physical manifestation of a person's inner being. Uh, the first book was made into a film, The Golden Compass, in 2007. Oh, and it was meant yeah, to compete with another young adult fantasy series, The Chronicles of Narnia, which was also released in 2005. Isn't there like a weird political thing? No, a religious thing. Religious uh, thing. Okay. Yeah, the uh, the series itself is very anti-religion, pro-atheist. Okay. so Can't have that. We so cannot the, have that. So the, the movie, The Golden Compass, excised all of that, which is one of the major themes of the book. Oh. Mm. And so you had people who liked the book who now thought the movie was toothless, and the religious people who hated the book weren't going to go see it anyway, so no one cared for it. So Smart everyone move. lost. Yeah. Awesome. So, so th- uh, this one's supposed to be way more... to go, Hollywood. Lin Manuel Miranda. Did you hear? Did you hear Weird Al's? Uh, I still recent... have not heard uh, the Hamilton polka. I watched. It's on. It's on, uh, it's on Shock Monkey's Lair. The yeah, whole yeah. thing. I did watch the video of him doing the first listen to it. Oh wow! Which was awesome. It's on YouTube. It's yeah. like you know you have to deal with the split screen of Jimmy Fallon, who, to his credit, is a huge Weird Al fan as well. Right. So they have a split screen of. Lin Manuel and Jimmy Fallon listening to it for the first time and just going, you know, total geek boy yep. on it and just freaking out about how awesome it was. Yeah, and it is. It, it's yeah. It, they 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 covers a whole bunch of the musical in five minutes. But it is neat seeing like the first time an actual fan who is famous listening to the parody of one of their things. Yeah, enjoying I mean, it and I, enjoying it. With a passion. I'm not sure we've seen that before. We've certainly heard, yeah. had people who really enjoyed their parodies. Yeah, excited. exactly. They've at least, or at least have said that they've enjoyed felt their parodies. They have felt they've had it made now that they've been parodied by yes, Weird Al. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Really? really. Absolutely. Yeah. But I think you're right. I think it's the first time I've seen somebody seeing their first reaction to the... Yeah. So i gotta, I got to watch that. That sounds great. Yeah, it's out there. And, and Al's pokas are works of genius in general. Mm. Oh, yeah. So. Bump, 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 bump. Yep. Warner Brothers World Abu Dhabi. Due to open this summer on Yas Island is a massive... I'm sorry, what island? Yas, Y-A-S. Ass Island, Andy, just go, for, go with it. Yas, Yas island, island is a massive family-focused indoor amusement center featuring 29 rides and other interactive entertainment options. The park's attractions will be spread out among six, six themed lands. Metropolis, Gotham City, Cartoon Junction, Bedrock, Dynamite Gulch, and Warner Brothers Plaza. What is Dynamite Gulch? Glitter Gulch. Well, here's some info on... Yeah, that's what it is. Glitter, Glitter Gulch. That's where I went. Didn't they tear that down? They did. Yeah. Okay. So here's info on two of the signature rides in Metropolis. The first one is the 4D thrill ride Green Lantern Galactic Odyssey. 
The ride, housed within the Metropolis Observatory, is billed as an immersive tour through the cosmos, guided by Hal Jordan, a.k.a. one of the Green Lanterns. Along the way, riders encounter everyone from Star Sapphire to the rest of the GL Corps. Uh, the other ride is The City of Tomorrow, Superman 360 Battle for Metropolis. It's a long name. Yeah, it is. This attraction is billed as a visual spectacle in which the Man of Steel fights Brainiac to save the city. Uh, this segment of the park also includes a replica of the Hall of Justice from the Super Friends cartoon series. Meanwhile, at the Hall of Justice. Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah. Was... Warners also gave a... It pe- was no Trump, but it was okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not that spot on. Uh, Warners also gave a peek at the Justice League War World Attacks ride. Uh, this is a fully immersive dark ride that features appearances from key members of the League against alien invaders. Cartoon Junction incorporates classic characters from Looney Tunes and Hanna-Barbera. So that's what its function is. Mm. Yes. This section of the park will have nine rides and attractions tailored for the family. Includes the spinning roller coaster Tom and Jerry Swiss Cheese Spin. Also, Scooby-Doo Museum of Mysteries. Each car in the attraction resembles the mystery machine. Uh, Warner Brothers World Abu Dhabi is on course to open to the public this summer. Nice. Wow. Sounds Why don't like we get that fun. here somewhere? God damn it. Because Abu oh. Dhabi has money and we yeah. don't. <laughs> lots and lots of money. I went to a school. I went to school with a girl from Abu Dhabi. She was. She was. She's actually a really good artist now. Yeah, what did you say was in Gotham? I didn't say anything no. was in Gotham. Okay, that's just one of the worlds, but didn't say what the ride. Okay, because I'm like, I, was, I, I, yeah, I don't know it was in Glitter Gulch either, you but get I can. I can expect an alleyway for your pearl necklace. Mm-hmm. Um, what else happens? Abu Dhabi. Wow, the Abu pearl Dhabi. necklace alleyway. Yeah, <laughs> that is uh, Glitter Gulch. An entirely yeah, thing yeah. here in Vegas. It's adult only. <laughs> Especially downtown, right? Yeah. Am I right? Yeah, what? Yeah. What? Oh, you got to give them that. Oh, I, I was did, downtown, I and there was a like seventy-year-old woman in a wheelchair, huge breasts, topless. You just couldn't resist. You grabbed me. You grabbed me. Yeah. You're like. Oh. With a sign that said, retired porn star. Oh, how funny. And there was nothing on them? Just they're there? Yeah, the pasties, like every other oh, topless okay. performer oh, okay. in Townhouse. But just, just, every other topless performer on the street in Townhouse. Or in burlesque for some reason. You can be topless in a show, but not burlesque for some reason. That's the rules? Yeah, I mean, there, there's there's plenty of topless shows. Well, not plenty. There's, there's quite a few topless shows in town. Dying breed. But if you're doing burlesque for some reason, you have to have pasties. The sex rules in town are just weird. It's just probably weird. a licensing thing, yeah. I would imagine. It probably costs more to get the license to do the full topless than it does. Uh, that's probably uh, right. Probably money. You're yeah. right. Yeah. Follow the money. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Follow the money. That's right. Deep throat. We're going that's back to Gulch again. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> <to> the- <laughs> no. Back in the alley, Chris Riel has stepped down from his position as chief creative officer and editor in chief at the comic book publishing company IDW. Uh, Ryal first joined the company when he took over as editor-in-chief from Jeff Marriott in, in 2004. At his time at IDW, he acquired major licenses such as the Transformers, Star Trek, Judge Dredd, and other brands. Ryle is also co- uh, credited for helping many multiple cross-franchise... Spit it out, Andy. Spit it out. We must be at the hour and a half mark. All right. Pretty close. Uh, with cr- uh, helping many multiple cross-franchise crossovers happen. 
That's not your fault. You should right. have cross cross next to each other. Like now that. you know what? No, that is his fault because he knows how this show runs, and he needs to have sentences like that earlier in the show. <laughs> right. You're yeah. just stacking up the end of the show with all this alliterative. You're allowed to yeah. re-edit this too. You can move those further, further apart if you want. I, I actually edited to put it here, and I don't know why oh, you, anymore. You put them both together yourself. I, just, I always tell him he should edit it to put words that are much more simple to pronounce like and that read. Sentence? Yeah, <laughs> I think you. I think you're just a masochist, and you enjoy punishing yourself with these. He's going long, for the funny. You, you think sentences. he's punishing himself and not us? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think after a few hours of. Of research, I get tired. That is, that's <laughs> uh-huh. Including Infestation, which merged the Transformers, Ghostbusters, G.I. Joe, and Star Trek franchises in a 2011 story. In 2014, Ryle won the UK Stan Lee True Believer Award for Best Everybody. Editor. And he is co-creator of Groom Lake, The Hollows, The Colonized, Onyx, and Zombies vs. Robot. The latter was optioned in 2010 by Sony Pictures producer... Michael Bay and remains on oh, their active development slates as the as the film called Inherit the Earth. That's funny. So if you ever see Inherit the Earth, that's what that was. Ten years from now, Michael Inherit Bay's the Earth? I Robot. Okay, that's what they renamed it. All right, I, I didn't read Zombies vs. Robots. Are, are so. they are they hoping that people who go will go to it think it's Inherit the Wind or something and you know and be pleasantly surprised? <laughs> no, they're trying to pick up on the meek demographic. Ah, good point. Yeah. You gotta watch the meek. They buy. Yeah. So which which is more meek, robots or zombies? Hmm. Fans yeah. of robots Dep- and zombies. It depends. Yeah. <laughs> it depends how you program the robots. Yeah. That's what it comes down to. That's there right. Four next meek. Ghostbusters will be touring with a live in concert series. That will show the supernatural comedy movie with a live orchestra playing the score. Okay, I thought I had a seizure there in the middle and, and Mike well, missed part of it. Ghostbusters comedy concert thing. Wow. Okay. This, this has been going on with a couple of different films. Yeah. Uh, conducted by composer Elmer Bernstein's son, Peter, who served as the orchestrator of the original film. Uh, Shermer Theatrical President uh, Robert Thompson said that this particular showcasing of the film is special because the film's director, Ivan Reitman, and Bernstein are taking a hands-on approach to bringing this film back to the public. Quote, I'm thrilled to be presenting Ghostbusters with a live focus on Elmer Bernstein's brilliant score, said Reitman. I've always felt that his remarkable music was the magical glue that held together the film's unique mixture of funny, mysterious, and scary. That tour begins this fall. Yeah, nice. if, if you ever get a chance to see a movie with a live orchestra performing, definitely do it. Um, the first time I got to do that was uh, for the 50th anniversary of Star Trek when they did the premiere of uh, uh, Star Trek Beyond in San Diego. And it was amazing. I mean, 10 minutes into the film, you just forgot that that orchestra was there performing live because it was so seamless. And then, you know, as the movie ended, I'm sitting there going, like, Wow. I can't believe they stayed in sync with the film for a full two hours and performed their asses off. It was amazing. That's a lot of rehearsing. Yeah. They must be sick of that fucking movie by the time. <laughs> right? <laughs> and, and a hell of a conductor, too, I would assume. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes, because, I mean, I, I used to play the cello in, in high school and in grade school. and Now I just play the skin I flute. just... Cello, cello, cello. I remember in our concerts getting tired after an hour. You can imagine doing, you know, two full hours. Playing the skin flute. 
<laughs> Wasn't me this time, folks. <laughs> Full hour playing the skin fruit. I imagine there'll be an intermission. No, there wasn't. Oh, there wow. was no intermission. Wow. It went straight through, yeah. Do they get to play the Ghostbusters, uh, the the uh, Ray Parker song, too? Yeah, that's in there, too. Wow. Yeah. That's interesting. Oh, so it's not the Lady Ghostbusters? <laughs> I, I'm guessing not. Uh, since uh, uh, Ivan Reitman. Ivan Reitman. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Drew Goddard is going to write and produce an adaptation of the upcoming book, Nevermore, The Trials of Morrigan Crow. For the big screen, 20th Century Fox bought the rights to the tale well before its publication. The Jessica Townsend-penned Nevermore tells the story of a girl born on the unlucky day of Eventide, who is blamed for all local misfortune, from hailstorms to heart attacks. Doomed to die on her 11th birthday as per her curse, Crow is discovered by a man named Jupiter North, who whisks her away to a magical city named Nevermore. It is in Nevermore where Morgan can escape her fate and join the city's prestigious, wondrous society. That's wondrous with you. But to do so, she must compete in a series of four dangerous trials against hundreds of other children, each of whom possess an extraordinary talent that Morgan insists she doesn't have. Projected as the first in a series, Nevermore is described in its, by its publisher as, quote, perfect for fans of Harry Potter series and Neil, Neil Gaiman. No shit. Unquote. Oh, wait, that part was best towards mine, not theirs. Oh. Yeah. So it's Harry Potter meets the Hunger Games? With a That's very... That's what I was thinking. With Neil Gaiman names. Here you go. Neil Gaiman writes Harry Potter meets Hunger Games. Yeah. I would watch that. I would, oh, There too. you go. It's coming up. There right. you go. I'm sold. <laughs> Purple light. Green light. Yeah. I'm Purple light. Oh. This next piece oh. is probably the first time in a long time oh dear. I've been excited for a DC comic series. Okay. It's, it's been ages since I'm like, I might buy that. Etrigan the movie? <laughs> no. Oh, Batman uh, 20.0. Uh, Superman 50.0. I don't know. Let's go. It's actually an imprint oh. on DC. Uh, books like uh, Batman the Killing Joke and Watchmen grew out of resentment with the status quo. And that Rebellion is something DC is looking to continue with its new publishing imprint, DC Black Label. DC Entertainment announced that this new imprint will focus on giving iconic characters standalone stories that are off the beaten path and certainly outside current timeline. Quote, Many of our perennial best-selling, critically acclaimed books were produced when we unleashed our top talent on standalone, often out-of-continuity projects featuring our most iconic characters, a prime example being Frank Miller's The Dark Knight Returns, publisher Jim Lee said in a statement. Seeking to replicate this success means, for Black Label at least, giving creators the freedom to create edgy and provocative works that might not jibe with the ongoing canon. Frank Miller's three-part origin story, Superman Year One, out in August, will start DC Black Label, while also announced The Other History of the DC Universe by John Ridley will come out from the imprint as well. Joining these two works in imprint's first publishing wave are four more titles, two Batman books and two Wonder Woman books. Batman Last Night on Earth, that's night with a K, uh, by Dark Knight's medals Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo, puts Batman in a Mad Max Fury Road-like desert world where villains have won, law is dead, and the Joker is a living head in a jar. I'm in. Sold. Hmm. I'm down. Hmm. Batman Damned by Joker's Brian Azzarello and Lee Bergero 
is a psychological whodunit that kicks off when the Joker turns up dead. Batman and John Constantine buddy up on the case. Sold. Yeah. Wow. Batman and Sold. Constantine would be awesome. Wow. What was that first one again? Where the Mad Max one? Uh, Batman Last Night on Earth. Okay. Wonder yeah. Woman Historia, the Amazons, is Kelly Sue DeCormick's DC Big League debut, a three-book Greek epic exploring Queen Hippolyta's rise and the monsters she put down. Where that series ends, uh, Steve Trevor's accidental discovery of Paradise Island, Wonder Woman Diana's daughter finds the seeds of a beginning. Greg Rucka's comic will follow the lineage whose powers will help lead a revolt in a downtrodden world. Yep, I'm with you on this, man. The whole DC series Black sounds really Label. cool. That actually might, might get me buying some DC books because right. I don't, I don't read traditional superhero stuff much anymore because I don't I get mired down in continuity. Yeah, you're, uh, that's, that's the, and that's probably that's probably it right there, Andy. Yeah. That's probably it right there. They, they're realizing that if you can find some way to make that appeal, yeah, and 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 just keep doing that, that actually could save like the big two superhero no. genre. It's sort of, I mean, in many ways, if you think about it, it's like an, almost like an extrapolation of the, the cinematic universes because it's, it's another set of stories. Yeah. Well, the I mean, movies are not a direct adaptions right. of any of any particular I mean, story. they did this before. They did this in the 80s with Elseworlds. They did a whole bunch of well, them yeah. Bat, uh, Batman right. uh Gotham by Gaslight, and um, uh, yes. they, had, they had a Batman. Superman, Red Sun, right. right? They had a Batman, Batman versus Grendel, which you know that's. Uh, oh yeah, that was fun. Yeah, oh. I went through a Grendel phase. I bought a lot of Grendel trades. I remember Grendel existing. What was Grendel? Grendel was uh, Matt Wagner's first. Um, oh, now I'm losing the chronology on this. I think it's. He, did, he drew it first, but then he ended up publishing Mage first, which is another book out there that I'd love to see them adapt that. Um, but it was uh, Grendel is a um, supervillain. He's a criminal mastermind. Okay. Uh, but he's the... Because um, I only the, know the, the Beowulf Grendel. Right. He, no, he's a, and he's, he's the, he's the uh, protagonist, but he's... Are you going to make me go to the no, DC no, no, wiki no, here? No, no, it's not DC. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not DC. It's, it's oh, independent. It's Comico. Um, okay. He was raised, or he's friends with this monster character that's, that's basically grand. That's basically uh, um, I don't know what the character was called. It was, it was like the, it was like a wolf like character. He was like this giant hulking werewolf, but he was it was like it was like worked with the police. This hulking werewolf guy. <laughs> And uh, he, he was a good guy. He but he works with the police. He was a good. He was a good guy. And new trust in the canine unit. Just like. <laughs> hey. Grendel, Grendel's, uh, you know, was was a masked character. Um, the the hero and the, the the good guy, the good wolf guy, and and Grendel's alter ego were friends. Hunter Rose. Hunter Rose. Yes, who was a he was a writer. All right. So Hunter Rose is a friend with this. Was they were friendly, and then like. The big climax is when this wolf guy found out that uh, Grendel was was this criminal mastermind who'd been fucking with him all of his life. Wow! But it was it was like seventeen issues. It was, it was like this okay. wonderful arc, and then at the end of that, Hunter Rose dies. Sorry, spoiler after a twenty five year old, thirty year old book. But then they kept doing Grendel, where there's it was people being influenced by Grendel. It was people like being yeah. influenced by the legend of Grendel. So there's like a Grendel cult and eventually it gets way into the future and there's a whole Grendel society where there's, yeah. 
Yeah, it, it was it was it got really weird and complicating. Got way the hell away from the Hunter Rose character. Yeah, it really went far out. My favorite was like Grindel Warchild, mm-hmm. which is post-apocalyptic, and Grindel rides like a hover bike through the deserts with basically a, a lightsaber just hacking it, trying to save the savior child who's going to help civilization mm. and stuff. And it just it got crazy. But the Batman Grindel crossover was a fun one because that was. That was Batman going up against Hunter Rose. Mm-hmm. So cr- the, the the great detective and uh, criminal mastermind. Right. Derp. All right. I'm gonna tell you right now that description, Andy, is better than anything Jeff could have found on the Grendel Wiki. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> that was tip top. I mean, and, oh, Argent. And, the character's name was Argent. There you go, Argent. Yeah, Argent. Because yeah, werewolf. Silver. Silver. Hi ho. Um, but it's almost there with uh, Andy's description of code names. <laughs> mm. I was I was really I, I admit, it's great it's brilliantly written the artwork's great artwork writing is nice, gorgeous nice. and and then when they went to the future things I think Wagner was still writing it but somebody else was doing all the artwork yeah so they it was it was I think it was before Sandman because Sandman was interesting because they switch artists every story arc and that's the same right. thing they did with right. Grendel yeah yeah War that's Child I remember right. I remember noting because this is. This is in the '90s, late '80s, yeah. '90s, and the fully artists were, were were were. It was either one guy or brothers. I'm having trouble remember from Yugoslavia. They were Serbian. It was brothers. Yeah, yeah. So that um, and it was yeah, yeah. It was. It's it's an independent too. So it it it, it was cool. Grendel. Yeah. By Matt Wagner. Wow. And and Mage, which I can't. The Mage is only two or three graphic novels and it's a wonderful complete story and I'd recommend that one too. It's sort the of comic a mage? mage. I, I remember seeing the, the cover. I don't know yeah, much about it. It's sort of a retelling of King Arthur but in a weird way. Okay. It takes place in modern time and Mage is his, his, his Excalibur as a baseball bat. There's some movie or TV series that was pitched that you were like, that sounds like Mage. Yeah, and in fact, the, the 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 more that Todd read off, the more you were like, "This is Mage," yeah. <laughs> but it wasn't Mage. Yeah. What's your sticky Mickey? Write to us comments at uglycouchshow.com. And until next week, I am Master Torgo, '80s Jeff, Commander K, Fact Check Dandy, Maple Leaf Matt, and we'll talk to you next week in Geek. All right. I think I'm keeping the live show as kind of as a bank show for now. That sounds good. Just kind of you know, keep it held until keep we need it. it. Keep teasing people about it. Right. Oh, when are we right. gonna ever get the live hey, show? Hey, you wanted to, you want to see it? You should have come. Right. Yeah. Right. That's you, true. You could have known it. There you go. I'll wait till people really start missing me, then play it. We should probably never. explain that. Right yeah, now. I probably should. Yeah, I will not be on the show for a few weeks. Yep. He's I will fired. be. And I will fired. That's it. Yeah. All right. Well, he's on suspension. Andy, it's different. You're yeah. Fired. You thought I, I was in the placement chair? Right. <laughs> yeah. Over there. No. I dare you to sit over here. No. <laughs> oh wait. Dueling, I'm sorry. Wait. It is the dueling replacement yes, chairs. Yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm going to be on Miami. I'm going to be a carney for a few weeks. I'm going to go I down there and this. draw. Um, I'm gonna draw characters at a big fair in Miami for for three. Remember, three Andy, weeks. wrap it up. Th- yeah. I did. You, is that what? a rubber thing? Yeah. Yes, it is. Oh, okay. Uh, wrap that rascal. That wrap that saying. rascal. Did you just call it a rubber? <laughs> I'm, I'm a little 1950s now. And then. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was gonna say. It's very 1950s of you. Because apparently, apparently, people don't wear a lot of clothes on Miami, as I've been told. It, it's it's all me. Half a it's all thongs and halter tops. So Cock you're going to be back. in Miami for yes. the next how many weeks? 
three weeks or so I get back in April 10th or 11th around there. Three weeks in Miami. Yeah. Drawing. Yeah. So shock monkeys, if you're in the South, yeah. come visit Andy in Miami. Come on out of Miami. Yeah. Yeah, just go to Miami and just go, Andy! Yeah, oh, yeah. oh, trust me. Andy! Just keep doing that until you hear the crash, no. then you'll know you're right. fine. Yeah. I'll post it on. I'll post it when I, when I get hear down. Some, some guy go, someone spilled something here. <laughs> and then you'd be like, oh, we're in the right area. Oh, it's a, it's a, it's a carny thing, man. Everything's going to be spilled. Oh, Talk about your sticky Mickeys, man. We're talking All rubbers right. again, aren't we? Just, just remember to take a shower every now and then. I'm not sure I'll have that option. <laughs> As I understand, I'll be living in a horse trail with a bunch of other artists. So, sounds like fun. Not. No, it sounds like <laughs> the opposite of fun. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, what, 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 what's, what I'm really hoping for is that I'll be watching Plush Time Wins <laughs> when they go to their carnivals to play the carnival games. Right. And if they were in the Miami Fair thing, I'm like, I'll be watching because you're going to be in the background somewhere. Right. So watch for the Plush Time Win kids and get on their show yep. somehow. Just like sneak in the back Yep. and give me a wave. I'm just looking forward to waking up every morning and going, where am I? Miami. Uh, <laughs> nice, good thank yeah. you <laughs> Miami and, and then by that time uh, since you know that you won't it'll be kind of like even money here this podcast will have turned into a complete Warhammer podcast sure for you to return to and then you'll have to get your own arm alright <laughs> can I make it out of foam yes <laughs> yes you can <laughs> I insist in fact I'll just use all my hero clicks that actually Ooh, I got a bunch too. of those. Hey, just so you know, okay, I have two armies, so you can have you can use my other army. Oh my! Wow. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm just my voice is all over the place. I'll gladly um, play you Tuesday for an army today. <laughs> yeah. That is kind of how hammer hammer works. Get that you first guess, army, the first yep, taste. You guys just yep. loan armies until until the person borrowing the army gets bit by the bug. Yeah, and then goes out and spends That's the how I mortgage got my payment. I. I I got my first taste of Warhammer fantasy battles living in England. And one of the dudes at the college just so happened to be a Warhammer guy. Sure. And so I, so I learned about it in England because, oh, what's this wife, White Dwarf magazine? What, what is this game I've never heard <laughs> <Wife> of? White Dwarf? <laughs> White Dwarf. And, and that's the official magazine of Warhammer. And they're really hard to draw blinded. Well, yeah, if you're playing yeah. googly, googly eyes. eyes. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, oh, I happen to bring some, so uh, why don't I teach you how to play Warhammer? And that's how it starts. I just so happen to have these two suitcases full of figures. Yeah. <laughs> Funk. <laughs> yeah, right. So I think that Games Workshop in Nottingham placed him in the college. Oh, sure. Just wow. just waiting for That's where you go. Yeah, they yeah. might have. That's where you go. Yeah. I would love We'll to pay to your tuition if you bring more people into Warhammer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah the porn actress Mandy Morbid, who... What? Did a lot of gaming comments. She talked a lot about D&D and games. Once related a story where in high school she said she was so interested in Warhammer and wanted to play it so bad. There was this one guy she was considering fucking just so, you know, <laughs> he would let her play Warhammer. Wow. So. That is every nerd's fantasy. <laughs> I know. I know, right? Especially Mandy. Mandy looks like an anime girl, yeah. is she the anime one I, character. Yeah. Is she the one away. I like on the show? On, on your, you like on them your all. Stuff? On the what? One of your, one of your, one of your. No, no, no. no what's, what's her no, name? No, I'm what not. You guys, what I'm not guys? mentioning her name because we're compare. We're not going to compare her to a porn actress. You said she was a porn actress. 
What? There was somebody on one of your shows. You said she used to do porn. One of your one of your D and D talk shows. Oh, Satine. Satine. Satine Phoenix, yes. which yeah. uh, the we, guys yeah. remember because they interviewed her at Comic Con right. a thousand her, like, a years ago, ago, and yeah. it was a major nerd out. And Satine's amazing. Yeah, she's Satine's delightful. amazing. She's really great. And it, it's like she, yeah. She's what bubbly. Is you want to, uh, no, uh, she's bubbly as all get oh, out, man. Okay. She's just fun. Yeah, and actually, uh, Satine was actually friends with Mandy and Zach. Satine was the one who got them. Got them playing D and D, which led to the blog D and D with porn stars, and I hit it with my axe, which was a, a live D and D thing, kind of, sort of like Critical Role, but not quite enough. As enough. Produced. I'll be in my bunk. Yeah, really. <laughs> so, but yeah. Anyway, there you go. There you go. Watch out for Warhammer players at your college. Yeah, and if one wants, you know, if some hot chick wants to fuck you to learn Warhammer. That's how, why we all got into Warhammer in the first place. There you go. I was wondering. Yeah. I'll be on my horse trailer. <laughs> <laughs>